Hello there. Welcome to a new podcast series on Disney Compendium. Uh, untitled as of now. I'm pretty sure there'll be a title once I get up to this at the end of the day. Uh, it's a, I'm going to say six part for now, Star Wars series. My usual co-host Nick will not be along for this journey, which is probably for the best because he doesn't share the same love and adoration for the prequels that I do, or my co-host over here, my good buddy, longtime friend, Jake. Jake, introduce yourself. My name's Jake, and I love Star Wars. Real Star Wars. Real Star Wars. Not this crap they've been churning out lately. <laughs> he has not seen a single one of anything Disney has produced for Star Wars. He is a Lucas purist. Uh, one of the few. One of the few Lucas purists. When I say purist for Lucas, I mean that includes Expanded Universe and all of that. Comic books. Comic books, everything. It is... There, are, there is Star Wars episodes one, two, three, four, five, six, and I think you accept Clone Wars. Uh, it's not part of it, but I like it. I like it. They do stuff in there I wouldn't accept in the movies. But <laughs> Darth Maul is still dead. It's, it's, it's canon, but I know that doesn't matter to yeah. you. Ro- ro- robot Darth Maul's cool for a cartoon show. <laughs> But that's that's completely. I maybe one day I'll just force you into watching some of this stuff. I'll make you watch the new trilogy, force you into Solo. Uh, but we'll, we'll get there. I'll work you over soon on that. But that's that's what we're doing. So today we figured we would start with the movie that needs the most love out of all of the Star Wars movies. The original trilogy has it's just filled with love. Nobody. And like, I nobody think compl- I think no. there's more hate at this point. Yeah. <laughs> nobody needs to sit here and defend the original trilogy unless you're talking about the special editions. Uh, Which your average person doesn't even know. Your generic consumer. Yeah, no that, People that aren't uh, habitually online uh, <laughs> don't care about that, that George Lucas added special effects to a movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that's, I, I yeah. think that's part of being a Star Wars fan now is the hate. <laughs> like you have to buy everything they release, see it in the theaters, and you have to hate them. Yeah, that's you can't part, just love everything. You no. just can't. You can't, you know, be, you can't be content yeah. with any of it. Yeah, everyone loves the new movies, but also just adamantly <laughs> against them at the same time. But then, but then you have the people that have to be for them because even worse people hate them for different reasons. They hate so, it so much they see it four times in the theater. Yeah, so, so they have, they have to level it out. It's like, I really don't like these as much as the old movies. However, these people hate them even more for worse reasons than what I hate them for. So now I have to love them. Like, yeah, so that, that's, what, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, 1999's classic hit. The Phantom Menace, episode one. I, your your most prized possession is this Excuse Me Jar Jar Binks shirt. So you're in comments every time I wear it. You're in you're in primo uh, attire for running an episode one show. The, the show the shirt was starting to deteriorate, so I bought two more just so it would last more than the, the six months of this crappy shirt. Probably gonna last. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> your, your Amazon. Uh, 
Yeah. That, that is not a licensed t-shirt. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is it a licensed yeah, yeah. shirt? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real one. Uh, I guess Disney isn't exactly known for high quality uh, uh, consumer products. No, no. This isn't a genuine Lucasfilm. <laughs> this isn't a Lucas uh, license shirt. I still, I still have my Phantom Menace one. That thing's still alive. I remember fit, can't fit into it, but I remember the uh, the shirt that I bought b- b- prior to Episode One coming out was uh, the Trade Federation ship. <laughs> like you didn't know didn't what know anything what it was. was. It, it was, was just like that was the shirt that was there, and it looked really cool. It looked kind of like it's like it's like. A donut with the Death Star in the middle of it. Sure, yeah. I had, I don't know if my mom got it for me. Somebody definitely got it for me. And it was a black Star Wars shirt and in block letters. It had the characters in there. Yeah. And it was colorful and it was really cool. Never wore it because I didn't want to be that kind of nerd. <laughs> and, and and then I was looking at it not too long ago. And I cut it up and I just used the Star Wars uh, logo on it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wish I had that shirt. I totally <laughs> wear it. It wouldn't fit, but. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We'll, we'll get to merchandise stuff at some point during this whole show. That's a whole different episode. That's a whole... Yeah, that's part two of the episode one the cast. was insane on this movie. Oh, boy. Out just everywhere. Anything that could be branded was. And <laughs> it's not too much different now. I mean, you get... You know, yeah, it's Disney, true. so they want to brand everything they can, too. So you buy a sack of oranges that have BB-8 on them. That's not an exaggeration. Yeah, no. That's what it is. And... I saw a Yoda orange. I was like, I don't yeah. remember Yoda eating any oranges. <laughs> Maybe it was a lime you could get away with it. Yeah, but no, like... it was <laughs> yeah, it's kind of vaguely. You put some ears on It's kind of his head shape. It's almost. That's what he was looking for when Luke was there. He was trying to find some oranges. He had, yeah. he had, had about 20 ears. So yeah. He was desperately looking for some dead. oranges. That's uh, that's going to be in probably episode four or five of The Mandalorian. Just Baby Yoda with a little orange slice smile or something. Just really Pull, crossed. Pulling a godfather. Yeah, exactly. That's how he dies. Wheezing, falling in the garden. <laughs> he is, I mean, he is 50 years old. He's an old baby, but... Uh. Don't, don't even get me started on that. He, he is adorable, though. But um, I guess it's not, I guess technically it's not Baby Yoda because... No. I don't know what... No one knows what that species yeah. is called. It could be Baby Yaddle. Nobody's, nobody's <laughs> saying anything. We don't know. It could be Yaddle's long-lost bastard son. Yeah, exactly. Although but, Yaddle wasn't in episode two, so maybe Yaddle died in those ten years. Yeah. It's, maybe he was killed by Sifo-Dyas. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> we don't know how old Yaddle was. Yaddle could have been 1,000 years old. We don't know. He could have been 30. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what I think, I think Yaddle's technically a girl, yeah. if I refer to my visual dictionary from episode <laughs> one. Yeah. But I don't know if that's real. Yeah. We'll see. yeah, but uh, if it's not in the movies, it didn't really happen. <laughs> Even when if it was in the movies, it didn't really happen. If they're not movies that you've seen, so. <laughs> if Disney said it happened and it didn't happen, no, it didn't happen though. Uh, so yeah, what May nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Oh yeah, I, saw, I had to see it the twentieth. Yeah, I definitely out. saw it opening night. Uh, yeah. I got a ticket uh, from. Like, my mom's co-worker got an extra ticket, so I was able to go. Back in the day before, you had assigned seating. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah, you get what you get. Oh, yeah. if you did, it was Star Wars, so if you had to be there the night before if you wanted primo seats. Remember the guy that was in line for tickets, like, three months early? Oh, yeah. And you're just like, you are a loser. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's I don't know. Camping. Yeah, I don't know, like, how anyone can live that life unless they're completely unemployed. Live, live at home. Live at home, unemployed, like, no job, no, because, like, probably I couldn't take. Probably a little crazy. I mean, probably. <laughs> 
Uh, they're crazy and they're not taking their medication. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like whenever a new Chick-fil-A opens up, it's like the first like X amount of people get free meals for the year. <laughs> And it's just like who like waiting in line. Yeah, it's like you know you could just have the meals for a year for like the <laughs> like the you know the month you've been sitting out in front of this construction site. Like and it's working. Chicken. Yeah, it's like it's chicken. <laughs> and you know you can't even get it on a Sunday, so I don't know what <laughs> you're. Damn Catholics. <laughs> but that's yeah. So whatever. But yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> episode one was oh, we were so young when that came out. Oh yeah. Oh, um, so, it's, so, well, so, it's so, like well. it is twenty years ago at this point because yep. we're in two thousand nineteen, and if it opened, in I'd May, already seen it probably fifteen times by now. By this point, by this stretch <laughs> of time, from May to December, or November, you've seen it several times. Uh, the grand total sixteen. Sixteen well, actually, times. Actually, eighteen now because the, the re release of episode one. But it yeah. was it was fifteen for whatever reason. Well, because I was the Star Wars guy, so when people wanted to go, they're like, "Hey, you want to come with us?" Like, of course, you're yeah, you're absolutely. right, you're my right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then they re-released it in like December for charity. Oh, so like, well, we gotta go see it for the kids. <laughs> so that's how that sixteen number came out. I'm just I'm just supporting children. That's yeah. all. I think the first week I had seen it like five or six times, I, which was my record before that was four times, which was made by Jurassic Park and never surpassed. Independence Day matched it, and uh, probably a couple others, but and then it was all of a sudden it was like sixteen. I think I saw it three times. I, I saw it like That's the a opening human night. Amount. No, it's not. But <laughs> it's like, not, it's not I would say normal is like most normal human beings don't go to movies twice, yeah. let alone yeah. three times. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but, but that was back when the movies were in the theater for like a year. Yeah, so. you could like you were you were tired. It's like I want to see a movie, but all of this looks bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna so see I'm just going to see again. Star Wars again because yeah. it's there, and I really like Star Wars. So yeah. why not Dollar Theater? Yeah, Dollar th- <laughs> Like yeah, it's eighth week run theaters <laughs> where you could just pay a dollar fifty and get you know a ticket for. Yeah, so that was those were the days. But now it's like. Now you have to be members of clubs if you want discounted movie <laughs> tickets, and it's like you don't really save that much. It's like tickets like usually nine, ten dollars, but if you go on Monday or Tuesday, it's five dollars. Everyone's there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't work on Tuesdays now, so oh, I can actually go. take advantage go, of the, the all morning. The, all, all the old, old people. Are all there. the old people there. That's. Uh, I it's like when we went to go see Terminator. That was a five dollar movie, Dark Fate, five dollars. Wait, I just thought of it. Go to Costco on Tuesday because everyone's at the theater. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There there you go. go. <laughs> uh, today is Tuesday, by the way. <laughs> but uh, I need to go to Costco. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm well stocked. You're well stocked. You're Before Thanksgiving, stocked. You need to need your uh, uh, the ribs get late. Yeah, your po- your Poe Dameron ribs or something. <laughs> <laughs> Tauntaun ribs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we, yeah, Star Wars, uh, episode one, a uh, lot of, since the original movies came out, a lot of speculation about what, like, a lot of talk from Lucas about there was. stuff. I don't remember tracking with it, though, but going yeah. back on stuff, like the THX interviews on the VHS, yeah. he was talking about them very freely. Yeah, and when you, if you read, like, old, like, star logs and, like, interviews uh, and, like, varieties and insider. stuff back in the day, you, like, it was something that thrown around, I don't think any of us... Like, it was always sort of like a rumor that was like schoolyard rumor or something. Like, you know, they're making more Star Wars, right? Or, I don't remember talking about it, but, I mean, yeah. it was there. But by the time we hit middle school, it was 
the rumors were official because Star Wars yeah. was getting its special edition re-releases. Yeah, that's when it blew up. It was when it blew up, and it was becoming more and more clear. And he was giving the interviews before, like, uh, like, yeah. like if you if you go back and watch, like. The, the special edition VHSs and stuff and they had this stuff before that and <laughs> oh, everything. Yeah. He like he he will like drop a reference. Oh yeah. To he's episode, very open yeah, about it. Very open about it. like that's something that he is actively working on. So it, it, it was, was always going to happen. It was yeah. just a question of when. Yeah, and and if you look back at old interviews and stuff, you see things like him talking about um his plans and like mm. canceling plans and like this was the intention mm. but it's not working out so I'm not going to do this now and well actually they were so they had the VHS and it yeah. was I think the ones before the THX ones they released them when they did crazy good yeah and they were really surprised because he was on the fence with the prequels and those did crazy good and he was like oh I guess people really like Star Wars so then they decided to do the special edition and then that did way better than I was supposed to because originally A New Hope was just supposed to be in the theater for like two weeks or something but they extended it like two more weeks because yeah. it was just killing at the box office which was unheard of for a re-release movie at that time especially because I think it cost eight or ten million for the for the new scenes like to restore it in the Jabba the Hutt scene and stuff and everyone thought they weren't going to get their money back and like crazy good <laughs> so then they had to extend that and then and by, and by that point the prequels were already game on I remember going to uh, seeing it had to have been A New Hope it was one of those there was like a special day for my middle school <laughs> and you got to choose you got to choose the movie you got to, there were two cho- two movies they bought the th- rented the theaters out for like two choices what school did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah great great middle school man uh but uh, yeah, film, film school. Yeah, film school. <laughs> middle film middle school. Uh, uh, but yeah, no. So it was like I think, I I think the choices were Star Wars or that darn cat. And if it wasn't, if that wasn't it, because also a previous the previous no next year was your choice. I went to see Godzilla. Oh yeah, because then special because special editions were ninety seven, right? Yep, like a New Hope special. Yeah, editions. and it was early. It was like March. Yeah, I think it sounds about right. That tracks right. In my February, February, and because my school was close to a movie theater, oh. the 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 one uh, one in AMC that used to be there. Oh yeah, yeah. That doesn't means nothing to anyone listening to this, unless you live directly in Tacoma and have been here your entire yeah, life. You know where there used to be. Yeah, you know where the theaters used to be. They yeah. used to be, used to be right there. Yeah, the middle school was a walking distance, so they didn't have yeah. to hire the buses to drive us to. They used to be there about ten minutes away. Yeah, yeah. So it was within walking distance of the theater, so there was no point of take, hiring buses. So it was super cheap for them too. So There's no bus rentals uh, yeah. or anything. So you just sign your thing. And... That was the deciding factor. Look, we just walk there. We just walk there. We gotta get a bus for the yeah. zoo. So, yeah, so I saw uh, A New Hope on, in theaters. That was the first time? Was, not the first time I'd seen A New Hope. But in the theater. But it's the first time I got to see it in theaters. It's a special edition re-release. My me. first, so this is before the internet, so you found out if you saw a poster or a preview for it. Yeah, the newspaper. Yeah, so I saw Space Jam on my birthday with all my friends, which I did <laughs> not like that movie for some reason. The first movie that everyone my age loved that I did it, which was certainly not the last. <laughs> and and it was the preview where it has the little TV screen, mm-hmm. and it's like for a generation. This is how Star Wars would seen. Then the X wing flies off, and it was like, and everyone turned around and looked at me because I was the Star Wars guy, <laughs> and, and a lot of people knew Star Wars, but not everybody. And then uh, yeah, and that was the first time I saw it. And it was like, oh my god, it's in the theaters because <laughs> there was no re releases at, at that point for anything yeah. that I was interested in. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, and by the time by the time. 
the special editions came out, things were changing, and like Star Wars was having its second wind yeah. for our generation because it wasn't just um, the I'd movies to, re-releases. I didn't have to explain it to anybody. Yeah, it wasn't just the movie re-releases. <laughs> new I toys. Remember the, yeah, there were new toys. There were new video games. I'm going to write it and get a Chewbacca toy. Yeah, the, you know, the Nintendo 64 launched with a new Star Wars game. They were doing the books were a huge deal. Rebel Assault? No, the, uh, no they didn't, like, Shadows of the Empire wasn't oh, a launch. It was launch right. window. That's right, that was fifth grade. That was 97. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know the books were doing big. It, like you know they were doing lots of tie-in stuff, and the trading, the collectible card game was huge. Oh, the magic cards. Yeah, it was oh, just Star yeah. Wars magic basically. Yeah. That was huge. Oh, that yeah. was we all played that in that my was, middle school. That was the super nerd thing to do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like I said, we all played that at middle school. I, I didn't play that. Uh, <laughs> it was good. I may have had all the toys. Like, but yeah, I may have owned every single thing that came out Star Wars related, and still own most of it. But I didn't play the stupid card I, game. I didn't play the dumb card game. Nerd. I may have been dressing up and playing them with my friends, but I didn't play the card game. <laughs> I may have had the red Han Solo blaster <laughs> and the white Stormtrooper blaster, which uh, I never understand those colors. Oh, I guess so they don't yeah. real. So <laughs> I get it now. So, so by that point, Star Wars was sort of at its sort of cultural peak for our generation. Yeah. Because yeah. um, our generation grown up on it. Second, yeah, second hand. Yeah, second hand. You know the VHS tapes and the, on you know cable or whatever. You were watching it that way constantly. Yeah, because I was so. reading uh, Insider and they were talking about like the toys and the merchandise. And eighty five was the lowest point in Star Wars. I buy <laughs> that, that. That was when it dropped. No, you weren't buying it. That's why it dropped. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was eighty five. Yeah, we were. I, I say I was. I, if I was born yet, I was not even a year old <laughs> by that point. No one was buying it then. No, but so like, I said eighty five was because for, for kids like the eighties were completely different like yeah star wars was big but i mean you had you know transformers and gi mm-hmm. joe and masters of the universe mm-hmm. and ninja turtles oh, yeah, yeah. and all of this stuff in the 80s and star wars was done yeah there weren't cartoons there were comic books still there was two cartoons that did very well yeah ewoks, but, and, but, droids. ewoks and droids and like yeah they, and the, they, didn't, go yeah, the, they didn't go anywhere no. and they weren't really geared towards a mass market sort of yeah idea, like the, even you look back and watch those, they don't look like they were designed to sell something to kids. Oh, really. yeah. Actually, with the uh, Expanding Universe, the way that kind of started. So this was before the VHS um, re-release, and they, were, and they were testing the waters on Star Wars fandom. And they commissioned, uh, I don't know who wrote the book, but the Thrawn ones? Yeah, the Thrawn. Yeah, whatever. I don't know who wrote that, but yeah. whatever, because it's not real Star Wars. But <laughs> so they had that. They had him write that to kind of test the market, and that did really well. And that's kind of what got the ball rolling. Yeah. And, and like those books were, especially in the 90s, were a massive. Yeah, they were big. They were huge. I mean, like the Dark Empire stuff. And, oh, yeah. Um, the CD-ROMs. The CD-ROMs. <laughs> and, like, yeah, you know, like, Shadows of the Empire was one of those things where it was designed to be Yeah, it was a, like the, the real, yeah, it was that, it, it was multi-multi- multimedia venture. It was going to be comics, books, CD, uh, sa- CDs, soundtrack, soundtrack yeah. the video game. Toys. Yeah, toys, yeah. It was designed to be sort of like, this is what Star Wars is probably going to be now. Yeah, These, yeah. like, weird offshoot adventures that to cover all sorts of ground. Like, you'll be able to play it, be able to watch it, you'll yeah. be able to read it, you'll be able to listen to it. Well, it was a cool idea because it was between the movies. It wasn't yeah. like, here's kind of what happened after, but it's a stupid idea. Yeah. And there's magic involved. This was like, <laughs> this is like actually, what, this is like yeah. a good plausible thing about Yeah, it's, 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 everything certainly seems like this would be the kind of things that a rebel fighters would be doing yep. in the, in, in between these things. Cause yeah. like, 
uh, like, and I was complaining recently with somebody because, like, I'm in the middle of playing a new Star Wars game just came out called Fallen Order. Um, and it's really good. I really like playing it. But, like, it takes place after uh, Episode 3. Mm. So it's like you are one of, like, you're, like, one of the last Jedi mm. kind of thing. And you've been in hiding. There's one Jedi. Yeah. You've been in <laughs> hiding kind of thing. And you're doing this stuff. It's like, it, it's cool, but, like... At the end of the day, you also know that, like, his story doesn't have any lasting impact uh, yeah, on the yeah, story yeah. that plays out. Yeah. Because we know what happens next. We know, like, even if you take the Disney movie into account with Rogue One, we know what yeah. happens leading up to this. And, like, it, he's never come up before. So, <laughs> unless you, I, like, I can see you tying him into certain things, like, because all of it's canonical, quote-unquote, yeah. anything that comes out now except for you <laughs> it's not canonical to you but in terms of the overall lore of Star Wars anything that comes out now is... there's, there's gotta be more of us out there yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah so it's, it's canonical it's like well his name's never come up before and he's yeah. a Jedi yeah. he's a Jedi and you know that the he's... end result is not going to impact it yeah, like, no, yeah. no matter what happens yeah so it's yeah and it's... you have to cover that up yeah you have to like have the story end yeah. or whatever and that's, what, and that's what was good about Shadows of the Empire was that um they they didn't uh, it, his story just helped them and so if his name didn't come up it oh, yeah, di- yeah. it didn't matter you knew he was gonna have to die yeah like depending on how you beat the game if he survived or not does he die in the book I never I, I started to read the junior novel and it was really I don't stupid. I, I think I read the book when bef- before I played the game because I'm uh, excited for the game I remember nothing about the book yeah I just remember the game because the game's very good I don't care what anyone says yeah. that game's cool you gotta it's, commit to 45 minute epi- or, uh, levels and it's good. yeah um, and they kind of it's one of those games where it's one of the first ones that lets you do other Star Wars things and feel like you're doing it fly through the legs with at yeah because like there had been games where you're flying an at mm. but it's all side scrolling or like you know the computer games had a lot of that kind of like the wireframe arcade yeah but like this is one like not only are you doing that but you're also doing like you know swoop bikes or oh, like, yeah. or you know speeder bikes you know, basically. Yeah, yeah, love swoop. that level I, that was the level I played through the most just because it was exhilarating to be on a speeder bike doing that stuff the yeah, using jet packs oh, and yeah. it's like you know having a space battle yeah and the everything. music you're walking through yeah. the hot base and, 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 and for a Nintendo 64 game the music it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was a launch, like launch window game for the Nintendo sixty four. So. Uh, oh yeah, it was like the first. Because I got it for because uh, I got yeah. my Nintendo sixty four for Christmas the year it came out, uh, and that was Super Mario sixty four, Cruising USA, and <laughs> Shadows of the Empire were the first three games I got for the Nintendo sixty four. I think one of the first sixty four games I played was Wave Racer. Yeah, Wave Race sixty four. I did not like that game. Oh, I <laughs> well, my Wave friend. Racer. My friend's stepdad worked for Nintendo, so he had an early one. <laughs> so we, we got to play. So, it, you, so you're the you're the every the, the kid that everyone jokes about. The, my, yeah, well, my uncle works for Nintendo, so I know <laughs> I have the Nintendo sixty five. Sixty five. It's one bit better. Yeah, it's one bit better. It's Super Mario sixty four two that has Luigi in it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the mid nineties, and anyone that's listened to Disney Compendium knows, is just when. Marketing towards children was at its all-time highest. And uh, Star Wars was right there with it. Because Star Wars was always sort of a kid's thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was all geared towards. So, it's all, so this was... Toys affordable. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like the Falcon being fifty bucks was like the biggest thing. Yeah. Now it's like you can buy a five hundred dollar one. Yeah, the, there's a there's a eight hundred dollar Lego Millennium Falcon <laughs> that you can buy right now. Well the nerds have grown up. They, they get yeah, their own paycheck. Exactly. That's how it is. That's they they didn't really and it's funny because that's certainly certainly how it feels like they've scaled up with the people, which certainly doesn't help uh a lot of stuff like you know fandom things where yeah, yeah. they scale instead of just they stay the same and you just get older now it's like oh we're gonna age with you yeah, so yeah so now you know that's why you have you know you know 35 dollar figures 35 dollar action figures <laughs> and ex- online exclusives and all yeah, that stuff and takes, so, takes the fun out of it yeah it used to be store exclusives and at least that made sense because it's like you no, know, you just go to walmart and you oh, get yeah. the you know the exclusive figure i don't remember star wars ever really doing that like, they, they had exclusives, but never like, yeah. but never like you have to go to Target to get this particular one uh, until yeah, the until like episode three came oh, out. Oh yeah, and stuff. yeah. I like, remember when uh, episode one was just sort of a fireball of everything. It was just like <laughs> everything, every, like. But we haven't even gotten to the movie itself yet because we're just going <laughs> the sort of history. Um, I guess we could say that the reason I got Jake to do this with me is. Um, it's a it's a friendship that dates back towards high, to high school, like built on the back of movies. Like all my relationships. Yeah, it's there's not every yeah every single thing that revolves around him, and to this day, we just have phone conversations. And I think, I think I watched him once, and I was like, I need I need a Star Wars fix. Yeah. Call, call me. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched episode three. Give me yeah. a call. Yeah. I, I got to talk this out. Yeah. And so, like, we just talk about movies and, like, like I'll, it's like, so what's new with Jake? Oh, we just talked about movies. What do you mean what's new with Jake? <laughs> Life stories will drop in there. Yeah. But they don't, like, have any impact other than, like, what? Oh, we talked about Star Wars. I mean, that's... <laughs> or, or, like... I got uh, the third exorcist. And by the way, I hurt my back, so that's why I was sitting there watching. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, like, even very recently, I feel like it was Alita... Where... What, what? I forgot about that. I, I, I deleted that. <laughs> deleted it? Deleted it. Um, oh, I did see Edward Norton in the movie, and it jogged my memory. <laughs> but we... Uh, the theater that we go to oh, has yeah. a walk path, and so after every movie we see, we just talk out the movie that we just <laughs> saw for the most part, and just start talking randomly about movies to the length of this walk path. And I just <laughs> that girl turned around yeah, to us and said... She walked the whole eaves, time in front of us. She walked the entire time in front of us, turned around and was like, hey, you guys should do a podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry to mean to eavesdrop, but... She was right in front of us. Right in front of us. She's like, I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but it was just, I just couldn't help <laughs> listening to you guys talk about movies. I was, I was very like, aware of her because she had very, very short shorts and one butt cheek kept popping out with <laughs> every left step. <laughs> I, know, see, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh. It, she had a dog, I think. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, that's probably why I was distracted by the dog. <laughs> Just watching that left butt cheek pop up. <laughs> but yeah, it's, and, and, and it's not the first time or the last time we've heard that. You guys should just talk about movies. Yeah, like, yeah, all right. Just I've already put, got a, I already, a microphone there. Yeah, I already pay monthly to host a podcast. Why not just shove another one in there? You live next to me. It's easy. I just prop up a microphone. And we just. You should have seen that if we included the previous conversation, that was, I was like, we were already, uh, we, we had, I've had this laptop set up for like an hour and a half and we were just talking before hitting record. So you missed a good hour and a half of movie talk. None of it's Star Wars. Or very little of it was. Some of it was. Very little. I had, I had to rein it in and save it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So now episode one. We have, I, oh, oh. I, I think a big episode one 
which I, I want to call it the Phantom Menace, but it was it was branded episode one. I think yeah. so. Everybody knew it was the first one. Yeah. People were like, wait, is this before? Is that, is, is that <laughs> they Luke? Made it is very that cl- little Luke? No, yeah, they Luke. made it's, it very clear in the marketing Luke? that, yeah, yeah, that this was the first one. Yeah. Because how, cause to this day, you still get people that are confused about other movies. Like, mm. wait, so, like, even, like, Indiana Jones and things like that, <laughs> where it's like, they don't make it clear in the branding or like whenever they reboot something. So wait a minute, which where does this take? So this is this, which Spider Man is? Does this take place after? It's well, like none of, none of them. This well, is a new. Well, the word reboot is not clearly defined. Yeah, reboot could mean yeah. resurgence, could mean sequel, yeah. could mean a reboot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think the preview was a big deal because I don't think yeah. we saw many pictures beforehand. And the great thing about prequel, uh, not marketing, but free stuff was you could show a picture of the whole movie and everything was green so you didn't know what it yeah. was oh there's uh there's Liam Neeson yeah. standing next to Ewan McGregor yeah and there's R2 yeah and, <laughs> and, 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 and could uh, be anywhere yeah yeah it could be anywhere that could be Tatooine it could be yeah. you know some could be Endor you didn't know at the time where it took place <laughs> yeah in the magazine the Lucasfilm magazine they would just oh here's a new episode one picture then you're like cool i think they're in the desert yeah i I, I was i was seriously getting uh star wars insider at around Mm. uh around the time that like the prequel not the prequels the uh special special editions had been like had had made their way they'd come and gone and the vhs's were out now and i was like i was super that was what that was my peak with Mm. star wars um like even today despite being a massive star wars fan i don't really have a lot of star wars stuff Mm. I have some high-end stuff. Mm. Like, I've got a really nice, like, lightsaber replica that I got at Disney, and I got a handful of action figures. <laughs> but, like, like nothing to the... Nothing even, like, remotely anything massive. You know, I own the movies. And... I can say the opposite. Yeah, I no. A bunch of stuff and none of it high-end. <laughs> yeah. You, you got all of the... Yeah, you all got the, <laughs> the mass games. market uh, and all, like, the serial premiums. Well, and... okay. <laughs> History on that was... All my stuff originally was hand-me-down, and everyone knew that I loved Star Wars, so they'd go to garage sales, and they'd buy a, you know, stormtrooper with his head chopped off, or <laughs> arm chewed up by the dog, yeah. or I'd go to the antique store, and go. get a big Ziploc bag, just yeah. jam-packed full of toys for, like, five bucks, yeah. and it'd be like Bespin Luke with the head in there, but not on his body, so yeah. my dad would drill a screw into it, in the body, and put the head on top, Nice. so it's a lot of mine, and no guns or anything, Yeah. and, like, the Millennium Falcon had all those little crevices, so we put it in the dishwasher to clean it and that's how I got all my stuff so then when they started coming out with the new toys power of the force well yeah yeah it was like oh there's new Star Wars toys and then and you could keep up with them because there was you know five or six that came out yeah I don't know every six months or whatever so you'd get those to get the next one get the next one and then episode one came out and just blew up yeah. I remember the point when I knew that I didn't have to buy every single one was attack of the clones it was the same Yoda figure as episode one, except it came with the lightsaber. I was like, I don't need to get that. <laughs> <laughs> I already have that. I, He's slightly greener. I remember <laughs> I remember episode three. I remember when episode three came out is when you got your license. 
like, <laughs> yeah, that, time. that was my goal. <laughs> yeah. And so there was a lot of just looking for, like, specific toys and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Because episode three is where they put out some of the higher end, start putting out higher end stuff. Like, yeah. And, and, like, play, like, yeah. Toned down. Toned down. They t- like, there wasn't as much content, but there was, like, better content. Yeah. Yeah. It, was quite, yeah, With, it, it wasn't just an explosion. Yeah. It was, like, a lot, but it yeah. was very focused. Because, like, the Mustafar playset was super cool. Oh, yes. And, like, the operating table for oh, Darth Vader cool, where you yeah. could like rebuild him and stuff yeah, yeah, like there was, was cool. some cool stuff with that and like cool yeah. vehicles and I've always been a fan of Star Wars vehicles that was always my oh, yeah. favorite part like when episode one came out my favorite toy was like the uh, uh, pod racer Anakin's I pod racer those. I never got those I, I loved it and it I, had I like so the bad. way you held it like had switches yeah. on it so you like your your main finger would like activate the right side, right side, and all that. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool stuff, and I love walkers and stuff. So I always got that mm. stuff, and I didn't really get a whole lot of action figures. Mm, yeah, the unleashed figures were cool. Those were cool. Those were I'm cool. still mad that they quit making those. Yeah, but those like crappy. But yeah, G.I. but like Joe even like green action figures. Even with episode one, like I didn't get a whole lot of episode one stuff. Like I said, I got the pod racer and I got some minor collectibles and like premiums. Like I liked. I've always been a fan of McDonald's Happy Meal stuff and like whatever the equ- equivalent to that would be the Taco Bell. It's Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut uh, had stuff. I don't stuff. think they had toys. They didn't have toys. Maybe but they, they had did. like they did that they had like stuff. Like I would intentionally yeah. get that because you would get like the New Yorker. Yeah, it's like the box has Jar Jar on it, and so does the bottles of Coke that you would get there or yes. something, and stuff like that. Pepsi so is Pepsi. Pepsi. Is it, um, I found out a long time ago with the licensing stuff with the food, it's all the pop. It's either if it's a Coke place, like McDonald's will have it, but if it's Pepsi, it'll be Taco Bell and Pizza. It was like whoever they like, got it. Like Yum Brands, I think, just has like that's who has like Taco Bell and mm. Pizza Hut and mm. it's all the same company and mm. they're, they're probably owned by Pepsi for all we know oh yeah Dr. Pepper was by Pepsi now it's its own thing that's its own thing but I think it's still technically weird mm. Remember, it's an umbrella thing it's just it's some separate entity under Dr. Whatever. Pepper transcends yeah <laughs> everybody just loves Dr. He's the good. he's the good doctor he gets the chance <laughs> well so it's like 7 Up Dr. Pepper and Mountain Dew or like not Mountain Dew um I think a root beer or something it's one of those uh, like, yeah. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> Still haven't talked about the actual. So yeah, that's back to what we're at. So what, well, we I were, remember we for friends. toys. Oh yeah, this was beforehand. It was it came out like a month or something before it, and you bought all of them, and you had everything without seeing the movie. And I'm yeah, like, like this better be good. Yeah, because I don't know who Emma Gala is, but I have her actually. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of times over. <laughs> um, that, well, yeah, it's because you know the same thing happened with Force Awakens where. It's like, they have all of these toys out before the movie comes out, and then the movie comes out, and it's like, well, Constable <laughs> Zuvio isn't in the movie. I've got his action figure, though, so here it is. Yay! Um, well, I remember uh, taping the preview, because it'd be on the news, because it's how big it was. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to have the new Star Wars preview. And I remember the movie, it premiered with was Meet Joe Black. <laughs> which is not your Star Wars fans movie. Yeah. And so it, there was a thing in the news that was people going to see Meet Joe Black and leaving after Star Wars because they just paid Meet just Joe, to see the preview. Meet Joe Black made a good chunk of money based off solely Star Wars. Yes, Pro- like, it seriously did, yeah. It's like there was, uh, in, in a related sort of video game kind of thing, there was a video game called Zone of the Enders. And it was made uh, by the Metal Gear Solid guy Hideo uh, Kojima, and the, for the PlayStation Two, and it came with a demo disc of Metal Gear Solid Two, mm. 
And so people were buying Zone of the Enders specifically to get the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo. Mm. Because that's how you would get, like, preview games. There was no other way unless a demo disc came out. Um, Because even before that, like, you know, there was no way of previewing a game yourself (laughs) when it was, like, on a cartridge or something. So, like, a lot of Zone of the people that played or owned Zone of the Enders only had it because they (laughs) bought it specifically to play this. And Zone of the Enders is a perfectly fine game. So, like, you ended up like, oh, well, it worked out in the end. (laughs) But, yeah, so it's just a very similar thing, except Meet Your Black is... Not the same. Not I'm Zone of the. I'm not against it. I just haven't made time. Zone of the Enders is a better game than Meet Joe Black is as a movie. <laughs> it's, uh, got, it's got Brad. That's worth something. It's got Brad in it. And, and, and Tony Hopkins. Yeah, Tony Hopkins, a good boy. Well, I remember in downloading it, which would take all day. Yeah. And you couldn't use 1999 the phone. <laughs> phone line AOL. Yeah. You gotta. It's like a, a move, a dot move file, like QuickTime file Quick that time, you got. Yeah. Downloaded from Star Wars. Start <laughs> downloading it at like nine in the morning. Yeah. Watch a whole bunch of music videos. By three o'clock, you got it. Yeah, your dad. Your dad picks up the phone and just screws it all up. Like no. <laughs> I had on VHS then, and going through it frame by frame, trying to figure out what was going to happen. But yeah, so so the anticipation for episode one was through the roof. Through the roof. It was people were frothing at the mouths, waiting for it. Um, Which Lucas even said he's like. It's not going to live to your expectations. Yeah. It's just a movie. Yeah, he like it's. Yeah, he legitimately said that. Like, I know that this isn't going to work out well for me in the yeah. end. Um, and so in May, maybe finally comes out. Yeah, and, second day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I was sick the day it came out. Not crazy sick, but sick enough not to go to school. And so the day I yeah, so I was sick the day I went to go see it, and. Two kids at school had seen it the opening day, so they went around telling everybody that Darth Maul got cut in half. And luckily, <laughs> I wasn't there because I probably would have been in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Just destroy everyone. Yeah, oh, I would have been so mad. Oh man! <laughs> but yeah, luckily I saw it opening day, so I didn't have to worry about anybody spoiling anything for uh, that movie. For which me. that term wasn't around at that time. Yeah. There was no spoilers. Yeah, there's no, like the internet was just still at this weird infants. You know, it was just like a nerd thing only. Yeah, well, it's like wasn't or, even or for like, the military. Yeah, it was. I mean, <laughs> by 1999, it, it was. It was a porno it, tool. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was there. It was people like it was starting to become commercial. Like yeah. you know, Star Wars had a website. You would you were starting to be able to look up news you're starting to be able to actually learn mm. things on the internet other than just like because for me in about 1999 the internet existed solely as um a wrestling tool mm. like it's where you would find wrestling news and that was you know before that the only way you would get wrestling news is through subscribing to a newsletter or getting a magazine that's like you know two months out of date mm. um and, you know, you're getting news for things that, like, you know, and those magazines weren't going to cover things that are legitimate. Ah. It's only going to cover the sort of fake world of wrestling. <laughs> so the internet changed a lot of that. You're just Googling for, like, man, like, you know, Rey Mysterio, no mask, or things like that. <laughs> you know, you wanted to, so, I mean, and so that's what the internet was becoming at the time. Like, we're talking, you could down, you're starting yeah. to be able to download movie trailers. It wasn't an easy task. No. 
but you were mostly finding like you would go there and find like desktop wallpapers and stuff oh, yeah. on websites like here you want the you want this you, you want, want the Pam movie Anderson yeah or do you want like you know a movie that was coming out at the time uh, would you like to see would you like to have a cool Matrix wallpaper here it is here's the the numbers going up yeah and down. It's, it's green and it's got the <laughs> thing it's cool check it out I, I remember StarWars.com was the first website I went to because it was sixth or seventh grade and we were in computer class and they were like oh here go on the internet and I'm like on the internet, I was like Star Wars. www Star Wars. Yeah. Com, and then there was a website. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, so yeah. So there really wasn't anything on the internet wise, unless you were hardcore Star Wars and you're still using like BBS message board system thing. <laughs> complaining about star wars and stuff which is what i mean like hating star wars or hating on star wars online people so. don't hate star wars yet yeah so so yeah so now may is here uh the you know as as kids as children basically still uh we're just like ah, can't need star wars now and we saw it we definitely saw it and i don't remember anyone at school no. hating that movie no um, I remember my brother, but he hated everything. Yeah, but your brother was older. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, but, no, no, nobody said yeah. anything bad yeah, about it, it. Yeah, it was because it was geared towards us. Although they were mad that Darth Maul died. Yeah, because like, Darth you, Maul ruled, but like, yeah, it but is did you think the of, henchman was going to be like the focus yeah, point of the yeah, next movie? But like, I get it. And I mean, like, it's cool, I, yeah. but he's I would have liked to have seen him come back. But you know, yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, there's there's yeah. a story to tell here. Yeah, there's a story to tell. Well, it involved Darth Maul getting killed just whatever <laughs> oh I remember uh, seeing it and being in the theater I think it was the scene when Darth Maul comes out uh, with a ship on Tatooine he's got his binoculars his binocular, at night time yeah. he's got his little scooter his little space <laughs> yeah his little black droids going around yeah. and he um, I remember watching him like wait like I remember it's funny thinking that I had a first reaction because all the other ones I just saw when I was so young that I had no first reaction to it. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I'm like seeing a Star Wars movie for the first time. Like, this is really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, I'm, that is a very weird thing. Yeah, it's a weird sensation. But, yeah, I don't and, like, know. I had to ask myself, like, wait, am I liking this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and, and we still have that sensation sometimes today, even seeing something we were excited for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But, like, because there, there, there have been times where I've, like, I'm excited for this movie, I'm watching this movie, am I enjoying it? Because I'm just, like, the excitement is finally there, and I'm sitting uh, there and watching it, but... I know in, like, five or ten minutes. Yeah, but, like... I'm, I'm quick yeah, on it. Yeah. And if it's not good, I turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, I don't remember anyone at the time, especially in our age group, the people, like, no, the middle school, the people that we were spending time with, um, that hate it now, didn't hate it no. then. No, it was definitely a... Um, uh, I mean, I, like, like let's, we'll just get to the plot of episode one a little bit, even though you know what episode... Hello, we've got a cat friend saying hello to us. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I, actually, I remember with the build-up, it was funny looking back on it, how much build-up there was, pausing the preview, trying to figure out what's going on. Nothing happened that I thought it was going to, because yeah. obviously the mind of a 12-year-old isn't and, the mind of an and, <laughs> expert and, movie maker. And nothing's changed, because, yeah. I mean, all of that sort of, like, major... Uh, like traffic getters for websites now are like when like here's the end game trailer we're gonna look at everything scene yeah, by scene yeah, and try to figure out what's going on and even in like the marvel trailers they were intentionally lying to you oh yeah to make to misdirect you like cutting entire characters out of scenes and stuff and 
Like, it's not too much different. It's just technology yeah. wasn't the same then. It's like it was just... Well, it was me doing it. It wasn't me reading it from somebody yeah. else. Yeah, so, but, like... Well, and it was funny that... And, and like, the... but the trailers themselves were like, mostly misdirects. I mean, there was a lot of, like... You want to I give mean, them I, what the plan... I, what I the thing is, but you, but you also don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. Like, you want to keep secrets. Yeah. Well, they didn't do anything like make yeah. it look like a good character was going to go bad or something. Yeah. Because they just showed you the story. Yeah. Well, because those, the prequels were made like you were seeing Star Wars for the first time. They were yeah. made as flashback stories. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was funny, though, just all this anticipation every single way and seeing the movie and not being disappointed yeah. at all and it yeah. actually surpassing what it was and in a really cool way redefining what Star Wars is or just I should, or just adding more colors to the palette really yeah. which I did not think because it wasn't just yeah, you know, it was, a rehash I just said one in particular is a very bright colorful movie which yeah. is not what you're used to with Star Wars because Star Wars the original trilogy takes place in a sort of a dystopian future yeah it's 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 all black and white because you know evil is taken over yeah and so there's you know there is no hope when there's no hope that's you know yeah the empire has yeah. been in power for yeah. 20 years i mean that's why you get to like uh return of the jedi and the color starts to return a little mm. bit because like endor is a lot of greens and return of the color return of the color yeah I mean, it's because <laughs> like, a lot of greens and style. stuff yeah <laughs> That's why, that's why his lightsaber is green. Yes, yeah. yeah. Revenge is, <laughs> it, at first it was Revenge of the Jedi, and then we're like, ah, oh, Jedi don't have revenge, so it's Return yeah. of the Color for about six weeks. And then we're like, Let's, why, why did I call it that? I don't remember. And here we are, Return of the Jedi. Uh, it made more sense. Yeah, it made more sense, really. Because uh, it really wasn't that much color that returned. It was some. The Ewoks were brown. The Ewoks were brown. I mean, the, Jabba was a little green, but it was yeah. a muted green. Yeah, but I, I mean, I guess we did have the the guards. They were bright red. So it was... <laughs> the, the blue lightning was pretty bright. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but so episode one is like everyone jokes that it is a story about a trade dispute, and it one hundred percent is a story about a trade dispute for the most part. I mean, that's the sort of the MacGuffin of the movie is like that's what gets the story to where it needs to be I and mean, it's kind of the background like yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah like, what you're saying yeah. yeah I mean it's ultimately about the bad guys trying to get the good guys and they're on the run from the good guys yeah. and that's but like, like if, if, if a situation were to occur that is uh, one person amassing enough power to take over the entire galaxy yeah it would start with a trade dispute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it would start with um, with with this kind of with controlling certain like branches and yeah. certain like m- average day to day life things like trade, like the government and things like that. And that's what he's manipulating this trade dispute, which is going to in turn give him more power in the Senate. Which, in turn, is going to give him all of the power eventually. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Emperor does something as an innocent. Senator, yeah, yeah. I mean, Star Wars is innocent senators, not yeah. on Earth, and, yeah. <laughs> and he does something so he gets a sympathy vote, yeah, to become elected chancellor, and then yeah. uses that power to yeah. further. But it's funny because I mean, people thought it's been stupid, but Star Wars, <laughs> they they were they didn't understand that the movie was telling a story, and yeah. they're like, what does it have to do with anything? And then it starts yeah. to get to the second, third one, they're like, oh, that all made sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was all it, there for a reason. Pe- people were expecting it to immediately tie, start tying into the original trilogy. Yeah. And it simply doesn't. No, because they're it, like, how come Qui-Gon doesn't disappear? Yeah. They're like, just wait. Which I didn't even think that. I was like, yeah. I, I didn't know yeah. It, it's Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it... Uh, they know what's going on they and know, you don't. Yeah, it, it's... 
it doesn't tie in at all to the original trilogy. Yeah. It's the farthest it, removed. Yeah. So it's so, going to be the, the most different. Like, it ties in into the vaguest of senses. You know, you, you're introduced to Tatooine, and it's, like, where where Darth Vader came from. Um, and, and a lot can be said about his acting as, you know, but child actors are... You know, it's funny. already tricky, but it's like I've seen worse than what he's doing in that movie. You know, it's funny. Like you watch Stand by Me and yeah. The Wonder Years, and which are all really good actors, but they act like grownups. Yeah, Jake Lloyd acts like a seven-year-old kid. Yeah. They're annoying. Their yeah. inflections weird. Yeah, they talk. They their volumes too loud. Like yeah. when you spend time with little boys, that is exactly how they act. Yeah. Like Star Wars is yeah. this movie where you know they have all this technology we don't have, yeah. but those people and the situations are all really realistic, and people always give them crap for being realistic. Like people getting mad at Anakin talking about sand and you're like that is 100% true that's the most yeah. true thing Star like, Wars has ever, yeah. has ever said like him him saying laser sword like yeah that's what I yeah, yeah it's a very kid yeah it's not like Lord of the Rings where everybody pronounces everything exactly the same way like yeah yeah there's no yeah it's yeah. like he would it have is a laser sword what yeah. does saber mean sword. yeah what, yeah what is a saber I'm not I'm not English I don't know what's <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. a British actor. What's a saber? You spell it with an R E at the end. I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, it is a sad story when you really just break down Anakin's story, where yes. you are you're a child and you're a slave. You have no, um, you know, there's no self. You're you're, you're just doing yeah. something for one person, and, and then you young. get then you get traded off, and now you're with another person, and your mom has to do this stuff, and we don't really. You know, you don't really know, like, you can tell what his slaves, what he's doing as a slave. You never really see what Shmi is doing as That's a slave. That's true, yeah. We don't know what I don't her... know if I want to. Yeah, I, I mean, in this universe, <laughs> you, know, you never really know. They, they never really play in any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, But I, it, it seems like it's Tatooine, so it's almost certainly farm work. Moisture farm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, so, so he's this kid. And now all of a sudden, this Jedi appears. And he is there to save the day... <laughs> But not for you. He's not there to save. He's not here to free the slaves. He's not here. That is not why he's here. He takes sympathy for you because only because you you have Jedi power. He's not taking sympathy of you because you're a slave. And he's, you know, he's not there to save you, really. It's just, it just happens to be that way because yeah. you have that. Yeah, and never... he manipulates, he manipulates everything and like, you know, Nothing's really stopping him from just taking the mom with him. No. Other than just, I agreed. And so... Well, and one cool thing about Qui-Gon is he just does whatever the hell he wants to do. And nothing's... Like, he breaks the rules to do what's right. He breaks the rules, but like... Like, I never noticed that with when Watto throws the dice that he uses the force to push it. Like, I mean, it makes total sense. But as a 12-year-old... I don't know. I noticed that right away. Yeah, I just thought you saw his hand. I don't know why. (laughs) And then, I mean, somebody told me and I was like, of course. But it's like, he'll cheat. And stuff, yeah. which is cool. But it's just like, like, so when you, so you know, he's sad out the gate. He's now he's going from this life of slavery effectively to another life of slavery because, oh, yeah. like, and and he doesn't get to save his mom. Yeah, like she she, she stays behind. And, and and it's like when you're a kid too, you're yeah. you're excited to do the yeah. fun thing, and you don't really think about yeah what you're gonna leave behind. I mean, he does it that he last left, second. Yeah, he left it all behind. And he gets taken, and you know, and then you have the Jedi Council, like, nah. So you che- you dropped everything, <laughs> and they do not give one lick about you, about what Qui Gon's story is. You left the only person you cared about, 
to do this, just to have a bunch of these buttholes <laughs> sit there and say, like, no, you're crazy. No, we're not doing any of this. And then inevitably when you do get into there, yeah. you still don't have any free agency. Yeah. You're still just doing their bidding. You're, there's no, they don't treat you as an equal. Oh, and they never do. And they never do. It's like, Qui-Gon... <laughs> Created a set a set of circumstances that pushed him <laughs> to this limit. Well, and it's funny too because people are like, "Oh, he didn't show any signs of the dark side." You're like, "Yeah, he's not supposed to be an evil person. He gets turned that way through circumstance." But yeah. it's funny that people at the time just like, I mean, I, I think that in the Roger Ebert review, he says something. He's like, "Yeah, you know, you don't see this happening, but there's two more movies, so let's see what happens." Yeah. And like, people just thought it was stupid yeah. instead of thinking that there's. Two more movies. Yeah, you got but four and a half they, hours more of. They, they, be, given all that I just talked about with that, like you're building, you're building a character mm. that is going to be feel emotionally manipulated everywhere, and, and he's going to, actors. Yeah, which is kind yeah, of crazy to and, and, and it's going to be susceptible to emotional manipulation because of the situation that came to him yeah. becoming yep. a Jedi. Yeah. So when time comes and he's been working from day one, he's been working closely. With Palpatine. with Palpatine, since since as a little child, like, yeah. it's like when he first got there, he was working with Palpatine. Yeah. And, Palpatine's and so, playing the long game. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and so he's already used to being manipulated. He feels out the gate betrayed by the Jedi because they don't accept him after dropping everything yeah. to do this. It takes a lot of like. The per- and the person that did that was going to train you dies. <laughs> your only support. Yeah, your only support. Only does it out of obligation. Yeah, too. yeah. So like, <laughs> so it, it, it's it's only natural that you're going to be able to a- easily manipulate him because he's never had any problems with Palpatine. Yeah. So and, it makes sense. And Palpatine tells him what he wants to hear. Yeah. <laughs> And, and Palpatine's been manipulative the entire time. I mean, like we talked, the Phantom Menace <laughs> is Palpatine. Yeah. He is the person that you don't know is the bad. You know he's the bad guy only because you saw. But the casual fans didn't know that. Yeah, because I remember uh, people being like, "Wait, is that the same guy as the Emperor?" Like after the uh, Attack yeah. of the Clones, and you're like, "Yeah, it's yeah. the same actor. His name's Palpatine. so yeah." So you don't yeah. So you don't like. So you you. It's the only way you know. That this guy's up to something, although in this movie he doesn't look like he's ever up to something, mm-hmm. even though you know full well he has been because you have seen the Emperor in the movie. He gets that last evil zoom in though at Qui Gon's hero. Yeah, <laughs> they talk about the Emperor. Yeah, basically. So, so but because so, so you know that the Emperor is revol- involved with the trade dispute because you see the yeah. hologram yeah, of that yeah, conversation. Yeah. So you know that there's he's something around. there, and you and as anyone that's you know paid close attention or kind of knew that like well we know that Palpatine is that he's not showing any of that in this but we know going forward it's gonna the cracks will start showing more and more yeah yeah. um until you get to episode three where out the gate it's like the first (laughs) scene is him letting the cracks shine through for Anakin in particular (laughs) letting Anakin see that part yeah that power that he holds by you know telling him like no do it do it (laughs) well the coolest thing is how much the foundation is laid in the first two movies. Yeah. Because, like, people were mad because they didn't see Darth Vader killing people. And you're yeah. like, there's a story to tell here. Yeah. Like, maybe he shot himself in the foot by saying episode four. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there's gotta be three movies. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the coolest parts about Rogue One when they finally got to it is you actually do get a good, like, see Darth Vader doing his oh, thing yeah. as Darth Vader, which was very cool to see. Because you never really get to see Darth Vader. No. In his prime, no, no, no. and even if Rogue One isn't him in his prime, it's you. Yeah. So even Episode Three is prime, like 
20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you only get to see him, and you don't really get... And, and you don't get suited, terrifying Darth Vader ever doing anything no. remotely cool. No. Other than just look menacing in the original uh, movies. But yeah. So you don't know exactly how he is other than just being a scare a terrifying boogeyman for the universe because there are going to be people in the star wars universe that don't know about darth vader yeah or have only heard about darth vader because it's not like he's going to go to every planet and i doubt there's like uncle sam posters (laughs) up saying we want you for the empire for uh with darth vader's face on it so like darth vader probably for the mass majority of the star wars universe is just a boogeyman yeah it's you don't even know if he's real or not you know the empire's real you know that the that the stories of darth vader exist but for there's probably especially on outskirts of the galaxies and stuff Mm. darth vader is probably just a name that you've never seen anything like like you would assume that the emperor would be the face of the entire thing he's an attention whore yeah (laughs) yeah so like everyone would know probably there's probably a lot of stuff but darth Vader's, you know, it's, you know, most people didn't, it's like, you didn't see Colin Powell until, <laughs> like, he needed to be on the news, talk, to, yeah. you know, talking to the Congress or something, and That's it's probably it. the same thing with Darth Vader, kind of nonsense. The Emperor's Johnny Carson, and Vader's Ed McMahon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, that's episode one. I mean, it's, it's, it's a story that isn't isn't a Star Wars story for the Star Wars fans at the time. It was redefining it. Yeah, it's... But it was it's, still so Star Wars. Like, yeah. I remember uh, when Tag of the Clones came out, people were like, oh, man, this one feels like Star Wars. Like, this is like the least Star Wars. And episode <laughs> one was like as Star Wars as it could possibly and, get. And Attack of the Clones is historically the one that everyone hates the most out of all of them. Yeah. Which so, wasn't the way at the time. At which the time, yeah. that was the best one. My dad will or tell not, you... Not the best, yeah. but it was Star my, Wars was back. Yeah, my dad will tell you that's his favorite. Yeah, that, that 20 seconds of Yoda fight is definitely... I'm 100% certain that's the only reason why it's why it's his favorite. It's a cool movie. It's 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 different, but it's very cool. Yeah. Which is what I like about it so much. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's... Yeah, we'll get to that one eventually. Yeah. We'll um, blow our one on this one. Yeah. That's... Uh, but, like, is there anything we should talk about, like, plot-wise with episode one that maybe probably important to that'll come up or is it one of those things where when we get to like episode two we'll talk about how these tie in backtrack and say hey well see this scene happens because in the previous one because (laughs) well the yeah, I mean, the really we didn't really talk about background it. stuff is just the Emperor. Yeah. Because I mean, at the time, you didn't know that that was happening. Yeah. Like, in the Attack of the Clones, you're like, oh, wait a minute, okay, now it's coming around. Yeah. I mean, because, like, you know, episode one had... The, the, episode one had the uh, pod racing scene, which is still, like, one of the most significant prequel things. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I, the I, I, one I thing that they still sort of, like, they shove that in the Star Tours at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. That that was, uh, I remember in school, what was your favorite scene? The lightsaber fight or the pod racing? <laughs> it, was, it was, you had to pick one of those yeah. two. And for me, it was always the lightsaber fight. The lightsaber fight <laughs> is one of the absolute, like, most interesting lightsaber fights they've well, had. Because we've never seen a cool fight before. Yeah. And it's still the best fight. Yeah. It, it, it's... It, it, there's... Using this weird space generator room for a fight... <laughs> with the bridges? That, yeah, with the bridges and, like, those weird force walls yeah. and everything. And, like, it, it's like... It's like, I don't know what the purpose of any of this is. No. But, it works. Uh, but it's but it's Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. They know what it what it all yeah. is about. That's all that matters. It makes sense. Yeah, like it makes sense to them. It yep. makes no sense to me. I don't know why they would stagger out the walls that way. It's not like they're traffic lights or something. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe but there. <laughs> there is some sort of weird roadway that's going through there. That's like the maybe Captain Panaka kept bumping into the security guards, so they had to regulate the speed. <laughs> Stagger them out a little bit, like the, the, the little mouse droids just kept <laughs> just pile up. Well, I, I read in um, the Ralph McQuarrie book that I got, and they were talking about the um, the speeder bikes, and they were you know obviously had a bunch of different concept drums for them. And there was one, and it was really small and sleek and like cool. But they were like, "No, that doesn't have the, enough space for an engine to do what it does." Like, so for them, it visually <laughs> has to look like it works. Like, even obviously they're not going to yeah. explain it, but that's how they make stuff. Where it visually has to make sense. Like, there's enough space for that engine that's going to go a million miles an hour or whatever. You're seeing, you're starting to see people complain about the stupid mechanical stuff of Star Wars again, because there is like people like, "Why does it have wheels? You don't need wheels." Like on modern, it's like, well. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like it's like it's, not it's, everything it's still is. A movie. Yeah, like you have to accept certain things with weird with fantasy. It's like, yeah, why? Like you don't know what this planet's life is like. Maybe <laughs> yeah. they need wheels still. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, or, or like because most recent clip has uh, stormtroopers with jetpacks mm-hmm. just came out and people are like, and, and and the characters in the movie are freaking out. It's like they can fly now. And everyone's like, yeah, they've always been able to fly. And, you know, show, like, other things. It's like, Django, they don't... Boba. They don't know. This is the uh, first time they've experienced yeah. these guys flying. Like, it's like, you just because you have seen... <laughs> like, Django and Boba don't count because they're not stormtroopers. They're just their own thing. We're talking about, like, these stormtroopers can fly now. Oh, uh, that's true, yeah. It's like, which, you know, previously up to this, you hadn't seen stormtroopers. Like, expanded universe stuff and cartoon yeah, yeah. stuff. It's like... It doesn't change the fact that these people haven't seen flying stormtroopers. It would scare you to hell oh, yeah. if something that typically didn't do that suddenly started doing that. They did in the... But people age. don't ever think about character point of view because uh, they can't... Yeah. So a lot of people can't break that field yeah. of thought. It's like, it's my point of view. I know that there are f- people with their stormtroopers yeah. with jetpacks in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But like, like, I, know, I knew Anakin was going to be Darth Vader. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How come they didn't know Anakin? They couldn't see this coming? Didn't they pull space balls and watch the movie and see yeah. what's going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, it's so much easier to poke holes in it than it is to make sense out of everything. Yeah. It's just so so easy to do that. Yeah. And, like, and, the and, internet and, feeds off negativity. Yeah. And, and, and that's not, nothing's more clear, like, to watch, watch the episode one sort of discourse change. Not particularly yeah. slowly. Mm, but yeah. because within by the time uh, Attack of the Clones came out, the internet was sort of becoming its oh, a big thing. Yeah, and message boards were now more commonplace for oh, yeah, yeah. the average was, person. It was insane. so you were starting to see more and more and more negative talk about Episode One in a relatively small amount of time. Yeah. People were being convinced by other people online yep. about how awful it is to the point now we're at the point where. For all intents and purposes, Phantom Menace is recognized as a bad movie. Yeah. And when they re-release it in 3D, it makes a bunch of money. Yeah, and whenever it comes out, <laughs> whenever it gets re-released, it makes a buttload of money, no matter what it is, whether it be a Blu-ray, whether it be, uh, like, everyone hates the prequel trilogy, but everyone bought the complete series yeah. box set, and not just the, uh, the standalone yeah, original, original, trilogy. original trilogy box set. Because it, it's because the average person almost certainly likes yeah. Uh, the original movies yeah. and the prequel movies. Yeah, well, just like the, just like the average person likes the new movies. It's yeah. just like it's good or, consumer like fantasy films, or, or and, doesn't know that there's a special edition. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't know there's a difference. Yeah, they don't know that Greedo 
never shot first. They always thought Jabba the Hutt was in there. Yeah, they always thought, yeah, Jabba was always there, or, you know, the, you know, yeah. They don't know there's new shots during the Death Star battle. Yeah. They They don't know those are digital. Yeah, there's, there's probably more people out there that just like Star Wars for the sake of it being Star Wars. Than anything else that everyone's going to complain about. A, a Phantom Menace was a massive success of a movie, re- remains a massive success yeah. of a movie, and will always be a massive success of a movie. But the discourse, and, you know, I don't care that you don't like it, but to just sit out and flat out call it terrible, it seems as a disservice. I, I remember to once, I remember everyone. once, I remember once you were like, I feel bad, genuinely bad for people that they're depriving themselves of this really great <laughs> I, movie. It's. I. I <laughs> love Phantom Menace oh, yeah. so much. I, I watched it. My friend came up from Portland to watch it just for the 20th anniversary because we saw it yeah. and everything. And I got super into it and I started reading the magazine. I mean, yeah. you know, there hasn't been a year that goes by that I don't watch it. But it was funny <laughs> to watch it with kind of a 20-year perspective on it. Yeah. And it was and it was like I got all the – I had the JCPenney ads from the yeah. Sunday paper and all that stuff. Just And it was fun to read that stuff and kind of look at it just as a single movie. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. this, you know, and, the first and, and step. And as the movies have, I like, it's so funny because I feel like as the movies went along, it just made Phantom Menace better. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, because once episode ties, three came in, everything, everything locked in. Yeah, and it was like, oh, this all makes in. sense now. It's, it's just, it's just weird to me. I feel like. It was uneven for, point, so, for a few yeah, years. It, it's, it's, it's weird because I just feel like you're not willing to give it a chance again. Because like, you lose you've, your cool points? Yeah, you've committed to it and like. I, I and I'm guilty of it. There are things that I used to like that I was convinced that I don't like, and then I simply just don't like anymore. Oh yeah, or there's like uh, like, like 300 I saw in the theater, yeah. and I hated it because yeah. all the slow mo and the metal and yeah. the aggressive adrenaline stuff. I watched it again. I still don't like that stuff, but I like the movie now. Like yeah. that that doesn't dominate the movie yeah. anymore. But yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm willing to go back on stuff. Yeah, but I, it's, yeah, I just feel like it's so unfair just to brand it as a failure and a disservice yeah. to the franchise as a whole to try and sit there and try to oh this thing never happened kind of nonsense which is just the most like well people absurd, just talk about it yeah. common knowledge like oh and you know that movie's bad yeah, you're like any other movie you like ask people if they yeah. like it or like, like but, but when I bring it up to people nine times out of ten they'll go I actually like that movie yeah. <laughs> in I my Jar Jar shirt people are always like I love your shirt yeah I, have, I, I mean, just, obviously you want to say anything negative because yeah. you just be a douchebag. Douchebag talking about your shirt, t- talking crap about your shirt that you're yeah. wearing. Like, oh, did I ask you that it looked like crap wearing a Jar Jar shirt? No. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, a I lot think of the Jar Jar situation goes into a lot of, it, it explains a lot about people's perceptions about the prequels, especially mm. episode one in particular, because it's like, I hate Jar Jar. He's annoying. He's obnoxious. He's irritating. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the movie agrees with you, except for the child. Yeah. Which is, like, that's what that character is. Yeah. He's supposed to be that way. I mean, sometimes they can be too annoying. Like, the yeah. girl in Singing in the Rain is just way too annoying. Yeah. But, I mean, but, I mean, for me, genu- Jar Jar is genuinely funny. Yeah. And I get I, that he's too, that people can think he's too much or whatever, but I mean, yeah. I think the thing about Star Wars that no one thinks about is you have grown up. The movie hasn't. Yeah. The style of the movie is still 12 years old. Yeah. You're 30 now. Yeah. But the style of the movie is still 12 no, years old. And that's old. probably part of the, a main reason why the new movies resonate so well with a lot of people is because mm. they are much more mature yeah. in terms of their PG-13. storytelling. Uh like you know but they're still family friendly but yeah. the but the, the tones and the maturity yeah. of the movie is much higher mm. than um some of the other ones cuz the star wars movies are all really sort of like 
not in a negative way, childish. Yeah. It, that, like, their jokes tend to hit, like, as a, be much more sort of, like, children-centric yeah. and stuff. It, yeah. It's even the original movies. And you can complain about the acting. People complain about Hayden Christensen, which he's not a good actor. I mean, he's, he's on par with everybody he's else. He's on par with everyone there, else in the entire history of the Star Wars, like... Like, like to, that have played that similar role. Because Luke is not... Mark Hamill is not great. No, they're going for a style. They're going for a style. They're going for that, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s serial style. Yeah. Sci-fi style. Which is very wooden board sort of... Just like the dialogue. The dialogue. Like the titles. Yeah, the, ti- like the, the titles. Are all, yeah, Attack of the Clones. Like, <laughs> I remember hating that when I first heard it. because it's bad. But yeah. it's supposed to be. That was like it's, the coolest title. <laughs> yeah, because it is 100% on par with... The Empire Strikes the Back. The Empire Strikes Back <laughs> with what the story, what the naming conventions are, which mm-hmm. is very much weird early cinema yeah. uh, sci-fi serials. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's Attack of the Clones, Empire Strikes Back, all that sounds like a Flash Gordon yeah. t- subtitle. Yeah. And that's the intention. And know. Lucas never, like you said, like the new ones, they made them darker and updated them or whatever. Yeah. But the prequels did not do that. <laughs> no, no, not in the slightest. The prequels just sort of, the, the, if anything else, the prequels doubled down on that. Yeah, on that like early sci-fi. They're way in more cinema. Star Wars. Yeah, they, 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 like that, like the aesthetic, especially of um, Phantom Menace in particular. Oh yeah, the aesthetic of Phantom Menace is very much like those old like pulp sci-fi novels that exist like you look at those almost every set every ship everything and it looks like the cover of one of those old books or magazines or comics or whatever well the coolest thing about reading the old scripts or seeing the old artwork is there's all the stuff they want to do and they're like oh but we can't though because the technology and phantom menace did not have that no and it's awesome because it's just what was in his head came out (laughs) and it's very cool yeah because that movie has the best designs like jar jar's design the gungans the battle droids yeah I, I, I like, love they have such cool designs. I love the uh, Battle of Droid design. That's I think it's so really good. Cool. Well, like I said, a, a favorite thing I like about Star Wars is vehicle designs. Mm. Um, yeah, Menace doesn't really have a lot of like no. standout vehicle designs. It's like the Queen Ship. The Queen Ship looks very cool, and it looks very like forties, fifties sci fi. Oh yeah, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, the pod racers pod all racers. look really good. Um, the enemy ships are great. Oh, um, just the little droid ones, yeah. yeah like the battle droids and the the I forget what the tanks, the tanks, cool. the tanks, cool. Yeah, um, I like the tank design on that, and yeah. like that, that the, the the battlefield where they're on that big green battlefield, oh, yeah. like that when when you when they pull out, you can see a lot more of that stuff. Yeah. It looks so good. I guess uh, that was the first time they had done like a big crowd like that digitally, which I didn't think of at the time. And they like had to animate all of them or come up with that it's technology. Not easy. No, yeah. and that was like the first time, which is funny because like a few years later, Lord of the Rings is a massive like the whole field yeah. filled up, and this only has like a handful. Yeah, of guys, which is, I mean it's still cool, but it's like. Oh yeah, the the Gungans shields that deflect the lasers. Yeah, like, that stuff is so cool. Yeah, like yeah, the, the the technology design. Yeah, in this one is probably the best Star Wars has been. Yeah, um, they don't really go back to it too much in the upcoming movies. Yeah, because it starts they, to deteriorate. Start, but... Everything starts to go a little bit, and it starts becoming it, visually. It starts becoming more and more like. The by em- the time you get the to the Empire. third one, it's starting to look more and more like Empire. Looks stamped out. Yeah, it it was funny going back and watching it with that twenty year perspective and thinking of the movies at the time. And 
just how massive of a step the technology was. Yeah. Like, digital, just, no one had made a movie like that. And no one's made tried sets. Yeah. Like, no one has gone for it. Like, closest thing I've seen is Valerian, where it just, like, completely is open and just, like, all this crazy stuff you've never seen before. But the Phantom Menace was the first time when no one's really tried. Like, I know people always complain about the digital when they don't really know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. Like, because with Attack of the Clones... Nobody complained about the clone troopers being digital until they found it on the making of because everybody <laughs> thought they were real. Yeah. And then, like, what well, was digital? Oh, it's just stupid. Why don't just make a suit? It's like, <laughs> you didn't even know. Like, I mean, you know when it's digital for the most part. But if you don't know, you don't care. Like, obviously, you know Jar Jar's digital just because his character design. Yeah. But that doesn't affect doesn't affect the his credibility on screen standing next to the fake characters that are played by human <laughs> people. Or the laser swords that don't actually have lasers. Yeah, so let's talk about, like, let's just talk about it. The, the, the movies of 1999. So the 10 highest grossing movies of 1999. This is something that we always do on Disney Compendium when we oh, talk okay. about, we try to put it into, const, like, where where the films were. Yeah. Perspective. So, I mean, we obviously know the highest grossing movie of this year was Star Wars. I do know, yeah, I do know that the movie I saw the preview for for, Attack of the, or for Phantom Menace, which was after I'd seen it a gazillion times, was yeah. Prince of Egypt. Yeah. But I don't know if that's on there, but I know <laughs> that The Matrix is on there. Yep. So, the <laughs> second highest grossing movie of the year was The Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah. That's so, that's so like, you're going to see... You're, you're gonna see you, You're going to see two things come out of 1999 with the film. You're going to see... High tech movies, mm, yeah, or these, or like the Sixth Sense, where it's much more character focused, mm, smaller yeah, yeah. films. And, and Sixth Sense was a small movie. I mean, oh, it yeah. was unknown director with a small cast. Yeah, Bruce didn't um, get paid a lot. He took a yeah. uh, percentage yeah, of the profits. Small budget. It was. Uh, Which gave him a lot more money. It was a Disney movie. Oh, <laughs> Tie right. it into them, that. Yeah. Um, so, and it was one of those what we we're talking about earlier, where. Um, uh, Michael Eisner was a big fan of singles and doubles as oh, opposed yeah. to home runs. That was his mantra. So he was more willing to spend small amounts of money on much on more movies that were going to be hits but not massive successes because eventually you're going to hit a massive success he's and a, you're going to make a ton of money. He's an Ichiro, not an A-Rod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, just, you just want to have more consistent hits as opposed to just dinging them out of the park yeah. occasionally. Yeah. So and Sixth Sense was the peak of that. That was his like, that was that was a big hit for him. That was before Phantom Menace. Or was it after? Well, let's see what day. Let's see when did Phantom Menace. Uh, let's see. So this opened in August. So after. After okay. So um, number three of the and that made six hundred and seventy three million dollars, or has made. It's worldwide gross. So Star Wars is worldwide gross is nine hundred and twenty four million dollars. Jeez. So, just to put that in perspective of yeah. how crappy of a movie it is. <laughs> um, how much people had to see that movie yeah. multiple times for to achieve that. Uh, number three, another Disney movie, Toy Story 2. Oh, uh, yeah. Open up. So, again, we're on the technology side of it. This is, that was you know, that year? That was 1999, yeah. Nice. Um, and that made oh, that's right. $497 million. Number four is The Matrix. Which is huge. Which, which is, is huge... the second movie... That I didn't like that everybody else liked it yeah. right after Space Jam. Yeah, I, I I'm actually I'm actually willing to give that another shot because it's on Netflix. Yeah, and I probably won't like it, but it's everybody loves worth, it so yeah, much I, that I, I, I'll give it, it was a shot. it was a discussion at work the other day because it's like, what is your opinion on Netflix or on the Matrix? I'm like, well, I don't really have much of an opinion on that Matrix. Yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. I didn't like it as a kid. Um, I liked how I liked the effects. I thought that mm. stuff was cool, but mm. as a movie, I didn't care for it because I didn't. 
it's like this weird the, the weird pseudo science <laughs> like oh, yeah. you're trying to be a deeper movie than you truly are yeah, and it, it bothers me yeah and it bothers me i mean maybe it's maybe i like it more now yeah ever but i haven't really watched it in a significant amount of time yeah i just don't uh, like the movies where they do nothing for two hours and the last half an hour is just nothing but action like i respect the work put into that movie especially like with the with the with like the bullet time stuff oh, yeah. and all that stuff like there's a lot of work and setup for that kind oh, of shot yeah, yeah. and and I, I respect that a lot, but yeah. um, see, I don't even like I don't like all that slow mo crap, and it's yeah. still gone. Like I'll see I'll see yeah. in the movie now. And I'm like, well, it was cool. That stupid Matrix. Yeah, it was cool then. <laughs> oh, especially it's, it's as... cool, but I still don't like it. Like yeah. I mean, you know, the Star Wars no slow mo. <laughs> like they don't go, hey, let's slow this down. It's I think so the only cool. yeah, I think I, like slow mo. I think I hate shaky cam more than slow mo. I can tolerate slow mo. I hate shaky cam. Yeah, like you like, don't want I, me to see the millions of dollars in time you yeah, put on screen. Like yeah. I tried to watch the Boren. That's that's the second one. I like Boren supremacy. Can't even, I can't even see what you're doing. Here. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch yeah, this. and they just kept getting worse and worse with that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, Paul Greengrass just like yeah, he's <laughs> got but, the uh, biggest boner. For yeah, me. yeah, I, I hate that more than I hate slow mo. Um, yeah, uh, slow mo can be good. It's not yeah. all slow mo is bad. Yeah, I, th- I think all shaky cam is bad. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. like when we say shaky cam, we mean like when there's shaky, a f- not, shaky, not, not like on a tripod. Yeah, and, and we mean like, and we don't mean something like the Blair Witch Project or something. No. We mean something where it's like you're kind of intentionally distorting the image to yeah. try and make it look more <laughs> intense. Looks like a documentary. Yeah, it's like, like you seen a documentary. They're yeah. trying to keep that thing still. Yeah. Well, I mean, it can be used to good effect. Like, the Dark Knight's handheld, but it's not necessarily shaky. Yeah. Then there's a part in the parking garage in the beginning. And yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. The Batmobile shoots a car, and you see the explosion, and the camera is shooting that shaking, which is a cool effect. Like, that, it works with that. Yeah. Not when you're, like, trying to listen to dialogue and watch yeah. them, like, run around shooting each other, and you just can't see what the hell's happening. Yeah. Uh, number five of the year, Disney's Tarzan. Which I never saw that one. Which uh, anyone that's a fan of this show knows that we, me and Nick, absolutely hate that film with who, a passion. Who does the voice on that? The main one? I don't Tar- know. Tarzan. Tar- I don't remember who does Tarzan's voice, but I can just tell you that it is, is that before it was all actors. Um, but the the film is absolutely packed from beginning to end with Phil Collins music. Oh, and that's why I didn't see and it. it. But and it's not like how Lion King is packed with oh, Elton no. John music, but it's. He wrote the music, and it's just... This is literally Phil Collins <laughs> singing over the movie in several instances, and who, it's just... Who can listen to studio for 90 minutes? Yeah. It's just... It's bad. It's not good. Uh, number six, The Mummy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Mummy reboot from the, the Brendan, uh, Fraser, Brendan right? Fraser Mummy, which was... That's a really fun adventure yeah, movie. I don't like it now, but I loved it then. Yeah. And it, it's it's well done. It's just, yeah. now I just don't like that style. It's like trying way too hard to be a Spielberg movie. Yeah. And it's not genuine enough. Yeah. It's, um, it's fine. It's yeah. fine, though. Uh, if you want, if you want more bad opinions on movies, we'll do an episode one day where we where we uh, defend the most recent Tom Cruise mummy movie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I just put that on my Christmas list for my mom. <laughs> uh, number seven, Notting Hill. Uh, um, is that Hugh or is that Notting Hill? I believe that, was uh, uh, what's her face, Julia yeah, Roberts. It's both. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's Julia Roberts and Hugh. Uh, okay, uh, okay. I didn't see that. I, see, that's something I would have not seen that, but now I'm like, that yeah, could be good. Now, now you're that now could you're, be a cute movie. Now, now, now you're in, now you're all on board for rom coms. <laughs> yeah, not on board, but if they're good, they're good. Hey, I love Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got that indefinable charm. Number eight, the world is not enough. Oh yeah, that's uh, I do like that one. 
It's it's definitely in my B list Bond movies, but it's much better than Tomorrow Never Dies because I True. do not I do not like that movie. There's no, three Tomorrow Bonds Never... I don't like, and that's probably I mean that's definitely one of them. Yeah, Diamonds Are Forever is the worst. That one's not as bad, and then oh, Skyfall I don't like. <laughs> You're the only person on the planet that just absolutely hates Skyfall. But that one's got enough cool stuff to, you know, it's, it's, it's probably the best bat. No, it's you're, you're, you're already, you're, you're, <laughs> make, you're making this podcast mean less and less when you put out opinions like, I hate Skyfall. And love Jar Jar. Yeah, you love Jar Jar, hate Skyfall. Hate the Matrix. And you hate the Matrix, and we're going to talk about uh, the Tom Cruise mummy movie in short order at some point. Uh, yeah, I have my own opinions. Yeah. Number nine, American Beauty. Oh yeah, that was a big movie. It was. A big I remember movie. my parents seeing that movie, and they weren't like movie people. No, I remember. I think the only movie my parents watched together was Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I remember they saw Heat in the theater too. <laughs> Hell yeah, Heat. Let's uh, talk about Heat. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's a whole other show. Uh, and rounding out, hey, connecting factoid: there is a lightsaber in Heat. One of the original. Like, not 77, but, you know, the first run of toys. Yeah. And there's a part, it's right before the bank robbery, Ashley Judd sitting at home with the baby, or with the little kid, and there's that old lightsaber sitting up in the corner. <laughs> I didn't notice that on the, the millionth viewing of that one. I was like, is that a lightsaber? Well, like, an old the, one. Like, that movie was, like, 94, 95. Yeah. Well, like, there's the, no reason the, for that to be yeah. there. Now that the transfer's good, you can actually make out details. That was on the first <laughs> generation <laughs> DVD of that. Uh, and rounding out the top ten is Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shake, oh, the yes. first Austin Powers yeah. movie, which uh, I recently watched that movie again for the first time in a very long time. Still pretty funny. Yeah, it is. It's not as it's good not as, it used as to good be now, but it's, it's still enough. it made me laugh. There's, plenty there's a of lot times. of lines I still yeah. use from that one. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm into that. one. I was the only person I knew at the time who had seen all the Bond movies, and I got all the jokes. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I mean, yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, but well, at the time, I, I like, fully understood. If it, it weren't for that GoldenEye game, I, the James Bond for our <laughs> oh, generation yeah. probably would have just sort of. Who knows? I remember people going, "Hey, you know they made a movie for that game?" No, 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 uh, so let's look at the Academy Awards for that year. Let's oh, see, American Beauty was God Best Picture. Yeah, your favorite, the Academy Awards. <laughs> it just lets you know where America's sensibilities were uh, when you look at the Academy oh, Awards. Oh, totally, yeah. uh, Picture of the Year was American Beauty. Yeah, I don't. I think I saw that like, five, six years ago. I didn't like it. I think, but like, I liked it at the time. Because like, when you look at these Academy Awards stuff, you see like Picture of the Year, American Beauty. It's like we know what like the real pictures of the year were that year. Yeah, like, it's all the nominees. Yeah, like, like, because <laughs> like. Sixth Sense was probably actually the picture of that year. Yeah. Like, like it made a lot of money, yes, but it yeah. also was like, it made America talk. Everyone uh, was talking about that yeah, movie. Yeah, Like... It didn't get a room for me either. Yeah, and people were very cautious about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they were, yeah. And, and like, you know, this, again, this is pre-internet, so it was less likely it was going to get spoiled on you, but now, yeah. but now, like... Within two days of uh, the reveal of Baby Yoda, it's like every other tweet on Twitter is a picture of this Baby Yoda. I've seen it. I've not seen the episode. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I've seen the. I know Baby Yoda looks like. Yeah. just from the internet. Yeah, so uh, not even looking for it. Sam Mendes won Best Director that year. Yeah, that guy's all over the place. Kevin, nineteen fourteen or whatever it's called. Yeah, the looks, World War One. I actually really very cool. I, I, I always say that yeah, you know, we've gotten enough World War Two movies. I, I would like to see some yeah. World War One movies. We've been saying that forever. Yeah. Uh, that's what made that was one of the best parts about Wonder Woman was that it was World War One yeah. setting kind of really yeah. ch- changes the stakes a little bit it because does, World yeah. War One was a scary ass war yeah and and it, it was a little more gray than like uh, World War Two where it had very yeah. easily delineated lines yeah. for World War Two uh, cool thing about Wonder Woman her theme song <laughs> so awesome so awesome so such a great song 
Uh, so Kevin Spacey won that year, best actor. Oh yeah, that's right. Now, now he's the face of evil. Yeah, now I can't talk about Kevin Spacey. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> I saw a picture of him on somewhere. I was like, oh god, it's Kevin Spacey. Annette Benning won for best. Don't uh, wear my jockstrap. Michael Caine won for the Cider House Rules for best supporting actor. I never saw that. Uh, Angelina Jolie <laughs> won for Girl Interrupted. I do accept this award on behalf of my mom. <laughs> Uh, election? What is that? The best adapted screenplay was Election. Oh yeah, I never saw that either. Uh, yeah, with uh, Reese Witherspoon and uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. I, I saw it on Amazon, and I was like, "Oh, cool, I'll watch that." And then I was like, "Oh, if you have stars, I'm like, God, why'd you uh, guys, why'd you guys yeah, say I could get it?" You'll be in my heart was the song of the year oh, yeah, uh, from Tarzan. So oh, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Song. Phil Collins with an undeserved damn, Academy damn, Award. Damn, Phil Collins strikes again. What, what what did Star Wars? Here's my favorite part. So I think Star it was Wars probably sound and special effects. Yeah, what did it open with? Like and like flanking it. Like what movies? Oh, I think people stayed away from that. Well, back yeah. then too, you would stay away for a couple weeks. Yeah, it opened in After. May. We decided it opened. Uh, in May. No, that was Attack of the Clones. Spider Man opened up like the week or two before Let's Attack of the Clones. Let's uh, see. So I don't remember. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at it. So uh, the Mummy opened May seventh. So just oh, just yeah, just like weeks. a couple of weeks before Star yeah. Wars, not not a great time. It, the movie was big too. Yeah, uh, Ghost Dog: The Way of the Samurai opened the day before Star Wars. Oh, that's with uh, what's Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and what opened after the twenty first? Let's see. I don't know. Oh, I think uh, Notting Hill opened shortly. Okay, I was gonna say and the thirteenth floor. Because I think a girl movie opened up, uh, up after it. I remember. Um, and you, you were right; it was not a hit. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think when Attack of the I remember it was Revenge of the Sith when that came out. Um, Mamma Mia opened up with it. Yeah, it was like, well, people who would see that probably weren't going to see Star Wars anyway. So yeah. they're in the clear. Yeah. Like, what, are, what are you guys doing opening up against this movie? But they knew what they were doing. They, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you know, some of these. Sometimes it makes sense to open up your movie against. A Star Wars movie in yeah. some, especially back in this time, yeah, because you are going to want to pander to the people that don't want to get to. Like, okay, you can go to Star Wars, and I will go see. Yeah, <laughs> but I, 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 did, I did that with my mom once. It was really fun. They uh, we went to. Uh, God, I don't remember what theater anymore, but I wanted to see Casper. She wanted to see Pocahontas, so we mm. went in, split off. She saw Pocahontas. I saw Casper, and we like met out. <laughs> it was really fun. Well, it's. It, 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 because those are about the same length of movie anyway. Yeah, yeah, it just worked out. Yeah. I don't know who was first out at the gate, but it, but, uh, it, was, it was really funny. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. What's, uh, oh boy. Let's just really dig into the merchandise. Oh, God. Star Wars episode right. one. I'm going to a bathroom break before we get onto that. <laughs> I'm just going to hit a pause on this. So yeah, merchandise. Let's. Uh, <laughs> That's a whole other episode. So, so, yeah, right yeah. Part two may have to fill in. I think, <laughs> I think we're gonna have to truncate it a little bit, uh, just a little bit. But um, like, it was insane. I remember. <laughs> I have this little Jar Jar. I don't know if it was a Pez thing, but it was him. And when he takes the fish, and there's that guy that goes, "Oh, somebody whoop him," and he goes, "Oh, whoop him." It's that guy in Jar Jar, and he's got his tongue out. And it moves back and forth to dispense the toy, the, 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 candy. <laughs> the candy. I don't even know what the hell that, that was. Is, there was a t- there was a there was a brief time where there were like bootleg Pez products that <laughs> that well, was like, before everything was Pez. Like yeah. Star Wars was kind of yeah. I mean, I mean now it's, I mean there was stuff of course, but 
Yeah. Not like it is now, or just like if yeah. you have a movie, <laughs> there's a Pez dispenser for it. It's like especially if you're a Disney film, there's most yeah, certainly there's a always Pez. Mickey Mouse Pez. There's always going to be a, Mar- a Marvel Pez or whatever. Yeah. Frozen. I was just saw Frozen Pez dispensers and stuff now, but it's funny to see like Pez box sets now. Oh, yeah. Like you go there and it's like you got, you got me one. Remember it had the. Yes! Death Star Pez. Yeah. Which I know their mouths aren't opening, but it still look kind of weird. Yeah, it's very <laughs> weird. It's always funny when it's like, because like, there was like a Snow White and the Seven Dwarves Pez set. And so the Seven Dwarves, in order to be of them scale, they made the, like, there was also torsos, too, because uh. they were small. So when you flip the Pez out, it comes, the Pez candy comes out at crotch level. And it's like, wow, this isn't. This is not nobody. Nobody R and D'd this clearly. <laughs> Tastes like pancake batter. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. So I remember Pizza Hut. Oh uh, yeah. With the New Yorker pizza, I don't think that was the only one you could get with it. Funny factoid is uh, Donald Trump was on the commercial for the New Yorker. It was yes. Back, back with uh, his dark eyebrows. Yeah, and, and, and he and he also pre-president. Did, he also did like a commercial for the stuffed crust pizza at one point too i think he's done more than one pizza Hut commercial <laughs> i buy it which I says which yeah they're like don you get a lifetime supply of pizza it's like i think that's a fantastic idea <laughs> that explains his own pizza. Ex- explains why it explains why he's giving cheeseburgers to college students that come to visit and thinking it's kitschy when really yeah. he's just trying to save a few bucks <laughs> like you know you think a lobster is like thinking more like a big mac <laughs> <laughs> traveled across country to get served a bunch of room temperature cheeseburgers. Thanks. <laughs> They're like, Donald, I don't think anyone's going to go for this food. He's like, that's a quarter pound of cheese. It's a quarter of a pound there. <laughs> that's just my quality you do know, Yeah, You do know that's pre-cooked weight, right, Don? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, let me see. I remember Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, I remember they had these posters. It was uh, like little posters, and you could buy four or five of them. Put them together to make one. Picture. Oh, the, the classic. And I had one. I never got the other one. And a <laughs> get few, incomplete. Set. Yeah, six or seven years ago at work, I was talking to a coworker about Star Wars somehow. I don't know how that came up. Huh. And uh, and he had all the posters and he gave them to me. So I finally completed that set. See Not enough can... space in my Star Wars room, and I use that <laughs> term literally to uh, put it up, up to take down something. <laughs> uh, I remember all the toys. I remember, God, there was just so here's much the, stuff. Here's the uh, game that they were oh, playing. Yes, the, I was trying to, yeah, yeah the Pogs. The, the Pog game. They were actually yeah. Pogs, but. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a lot. I remember, <laughs> I remember being at Toys R Us. Oh, yeah, I love those. Yeah. The Yoda Magic 8-Ball. Yep. Uh, I remember being at Toys R Us, and there's the big fat nerds, collectors, and they have <laughs> 10 Darth Mauls. And they're like, oh, it's going to be worth so much money in 20 years. <laughs> and then there's a guy behind him with 10 Darth Mauls. And a guy behind him. And you're like, the reason the stuff from the first movie is worth so much money is because nobody knew it was going to be worth anything. <laughs> and the stuff for Empire and Jedi aren't worth that much. Especially Jedi. When I was first getting the Insider in the early 90s, you could buy, like, Gamorrean cards, yeah. like, brand new. Yeah. That were from that initial run. Yeah, the only stuff, like, Star Wars stuff was, like, the only time anything had any sort of significant value was when it was a mess up or, like, an yeah, alternate yeah. version. Like 500 or, bucks for the screw yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I or, loved or these. Just the original the, stuff in the, the package. Uh, the little pump. Oh, I have the Anakin. It's and funny, the, I didn't have all those. And there's, there's that one. I you know, that was those. back with Happy Meals before you could ask for a certain toy. Yeah. You just kind of had to get what you got. So. That, the, it's, uh, t- McDonald's just did a promotion for like 
three or four days that was the 40th anniversary of the happy meal and it was vintage toys throughout the years and so and they were all numbered and stuff and they knew who it was it was technically a blind bag but it says what it was on there it was like like you know you know how happy meals work but it actually said it was on there because they knew that this was definitely gonna be so it was like Space Jam toy was in there. Uh, so Bugs Bunny slam dunking and like McNugget <laughs> Buddies and those Transformer food ones and everything. No, I don't remember those. Those were big. Those Transformer ones were was that big. Back in the day or new Transformers? No, when I say Transformers, oh, I mean okay. they were ripping off the concept of Transformers. It oh. was it was like this is a Big Mac that turns into a robot mm. or this is a Happy Meal that turns into a dinosaur. What about the Looney Tunes one where it was the car? Yeah. And you put the person's head down and flip it over and you yep. had a new person? Yep. I remember those. Yeah, but it, and stuff like that. It had like a 101 Dalmatians toy. Oh, yeah. It the had... The uh, the villa, that. Yeah, mm. and it had... Um, yeah, so it was just like 40 years worth of mm. toys and stuff. It was it was really cool. I've got a few Is that in return? Uh, no Batman or anything. <laughs> uh, they'd have Power Rangers, which was never a huge promotion for them. Uh, yeah. makes... Oh, for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that. But, yeah, but, yeah. Didn't, didn't like Power Rangers either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I was kind of at a cutoff age for that. Yeah. Not, not everyone my age was in the Power Rangers. Yeah. And there's my, there's, there's the one that I remember, the, uh, the, the bottle, the coat, the oh, yes. bottle toppers yes. for, yes. I forget who that was through. Um, KFC probably, or like, was it? Okay. or like pizza. It was all the same brand. So it was like, so like all of the toys were like, so it was like, it was like KFC, Taco Bell Pizza Hut, and yeah. they all had you got pretty much the same toys at the same places. I thought they had all, all had different stuff. They all had different stuff, but you could also get like there was mix and match too going on in some instances. Yeah, I remember those cups. I have a few of those. Yeah, but have, the, the, rock, giant... the rock the rock'em robots. <laughs> I have a giant Cracker Jack tin with Anakin. <laughs> it looks like the Pepsi cup, and it's got Anakin on it. Uh, oh, I have an, the most '90s thing I could have for episode one is uh, episode one mouse pad. Yeah, <laughs> Anakin, yeah. Anakin, and Pod Racer, Pod Racer mode. One of the ones I have that I really like, which is always fun, especially for the old stuff, is uh, the posters where it has all the figures on it. Yeah, I remember having that as like a yeah. checklist. Yeah, that was very common for our age group to have uh, those kinds. Yeah. Of, I mean, they still kind of do it when you get like blind bag things and stuff. Mm. Like these days there'll be like a little strip of paper in there that shows you everything. But when we were kids, it was a poster. Mm. Like like Nintendo games would come with a poster of like uh, these are the games that are out or about oh, to come yeah. out or everything. And it wasn't it was just advertisement, but it was just like it's a poster, full size hanging up on your wall poster. I have one for um Return of the Jedi, and it was actually a little after it, and it was a poster, and it had the toys, and it had like Hoth, and then it kind of blended into Endor, and it had all the figures on there, and it was, it, I think it was in a book that some got from me at a garage sale. It wasn't, it was just in something, and, <laughs> and then it had a cool poster on the back, and it's all Return of the Jedi pictures, and it says Star Wars is forever. Which was like their slogan because I think they were like, "Well, there's no more movies. We better just tell people it's forever so they don't <laughs> yeah. stop buying stuff." Which I guess they did. Here's some good pictures that this is good radio for, but just from time oh, yeah. period yeah. of people with oh yeah, people went people fig- went crazy. People fig- they, figures they coming out of mid- their mouths. They went at midnight digging through the shelves. I remember. Everywhere. I think it was Revenge of the Sith. Maybe it was the other two. But they <laughs> it was had, like, there's they a, a very rare picture of George smiling. Oh yeah, that is rare. <laughs> they they had a, a kiddie pool and just full of figures. I think that's thing was, was uh, yeah Revenge of the Sith though. Yeah. But and then Toys R Us would have their own own section oh yeah would Pepsi have their machine. own section yeah in the front I mean, I mean they always do that with big stuff but with the Star Wars one it was giant yeah oh yeah and then oh does they have cereal for that one 
I don't think so. I don't think I they, don't think they, they did. They had everything, but they didn't have yeah. cereal. Yeah, <laughs> they, I did, just typed, they did for the next two, though. I just typed the phrase, uh, episode one merchandise in, just to see what we could get. Look, at, there's a Kmart oh, Sunday Kmart, newspaper yeah. poster. That's actually a good-looking poster. Yeah, that, that poster, yeah. I had that on. There's what the bo- there's what the boxes of chicken came in. Oh, I think another. Oh yeah, I think another uh, thing to bring up with the preview. Remember the music video that came out? Yes, that thing was cool. Yes, because that was the first time you had new music with the new footage, and that was very <laughs> cool. And that and that showed a little bit more new stuff, just a couple seconds probably in it, but it fused together all the all the previews, and they had those one previews. That were TV spots, and yeah. it was like each character kind of talking. And yeah, I don't think the dialogue was in the movie, but there was more Darth Maul talking, which was really cool. <laughs> Episode oh, one, Monopoly. Oh, you something I completely forgot, which 100 percent goes along with this, is oh, very cool toothbrushes. Was they had the first ever Star Wars convention like a month or two before this came out, and I went to it. Nice. And they had um, was that what was it was in Colorado. Been... Was it was that would have been like celebration one? Celebration one, yeah. Okay. For celebration, yeah. And I went and I it was summer ish. And I brought shorts and a t shirt and it ran the whole time. <laughs> and every all the lines were outside for it. <laughs> so It's Colorado, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, I was like twelve. So so I went with my dad. If I went with a with the mom, then maybe maybe there would have been some foresight about that kind of stuff. But um so everything all the lines are outside, so we didn't do a whole lot. But I remember Ahmed Best band played one night, which I would go, would invent a time machine to go back and see that. Or uh, Ahmed Best. And Anthony just... Daniels walked right by me. He was wearing a, a suit jacket that was gold and I'm pretty sure sparkly. And um, <laughs> Sounds right for Anthony Daniels. Yeah, and he was tiny, which I'm still convinced that he's a homosexual. <laughs> it's not. I, I'm not buying that his wife's actually a girl. <laughs> he's just really British. Um, and then it, we saw Ray Park. And it was cool because it was like, oh my God, it's Darth Maul. And he talked. And he talked like this. And everyone's like, and I'm like, what his voice? Because his voice was so cool. <laughs> and he's just like talking about kung fu and being a stuntman and all this stuff we didn't care about. And then they open the, the floor up to questions. First person was like, uh, is that your voice in the movie? <laughs> That's all anybody wanted to know. And I got to see uh, Rick McCallum talking. There you go. Which was funny because we know who he was. And um, Trisha Bigger. Who was the costume designer and a babe? I might add. And they had Amadala's red outfit with the with the hair that you know, yeah, it's like horns. There's the, there's uh, the TV guides oh, that I, came out. I, I, the, I, do, I do have. The, there was a time TV where guides. TV guides were a collectible thing that <laughs> yeah, we would buy. Like I'm pretty sure I still have a set of the WCW NWO wrestler TV guides. <laughs> I only have Star Wars TV guides, of course, only for their covers. Yeah, oh, that, that that horrible Jar Jar Binks sucker candy. I don't remember that one. Where you had to, his, yeah, I remember that very well. His tongue comes out of his mouth, and you're so you're basically sucking on his tongue. You're Frenching so, with Jar Jar. You're Frenching with Jar Jar. No, Somebody I don't thought that, that one. was a. I don't remember that one. Here's the. Official certificate for the I attended the premiere of the Star Wars Episode <laughs> One collection wow. at Toys R Us. Oh, wow. wow, you got to get you got a certificate of authenticity that you went to <laughs> the Force Friday. What, have, what Force we know Friday. now as Force Friday. Was it? I don't think it was called that. Then. It wasn't then. I think it was just the day all the Star Wars toys came out. Yeah, that's what we called it back then. Yeah, so okay, lots well, of good. There's, I want that Jar Jar Binks cup for sure. Oh, I don't have that one, but I do look, have a good. Look at that! Uh, look at that face. I, I have some, <laughs> but uh, I don't have that. Wait, one. Wasn't there Pepsi cans? 
But I have the like the actual cans. Well, and I would open them ever so slightly and drink them so they still look like they're close. You know, you're supposed to just puncture them from the bottom, right? Like I didn't know that. I, didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I was 12 years old. <laughs> it was just this. This was more sly. There's no. There's no actual dent in there. So, oh, I remember when Phantom Menace came out on uh, VHS. Yeah, and it could have come out on DVD, but DVD but it had didn't. it 100 yeah. taken over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely weird that it, it was a out. big deal when it came out. On yeah. Uh, DVD because yeah. it was the first Star Wars DVD. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and they um, there was the widescreen version, the full frame version, which yeah. I hadn't converted to widescreen quite yet, and I bought it, and of course, like instantly regretted it. Yeah, and, I think by the time DVD came out, like I was by the time I actually got into DVD, it was like widescreen because I was like super online uh, at the time. Yeah. So and everyone was explaining to me why widescreen was the format to go with. So. Like I remember I'm pushing for it at Suncoast for the special edition VHS. Yeah. And I was like, no, the black lines on the screen? Were you stupid? Yeah, yeah no, the VHS, I was definitely, yeah. And it was, well, and also the packaging looked better because it was gold. The uh, white screen was yeah, silver. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Which, which <laughs> now I like the silver more. Yeah. But at the time, gold was cooler. Yeah. No, and I remember having to convince my dad to buy the Star Wars widescreen VHS. That's what we're talking about Yoda Grapes. Yeah, the those one the widescreen VHS for the special edition because they weren't going to come out with the DVDs, and of course, like yeah. six months later, they finally came out. With the yeah, because they said they weren't going to come out with them until Episode Three came out, but it was right before it came. Out. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah, I do. I have that Jabba yeah. the Hutt Pepsi can. Oh, very good. Remember one time I went down to the gas station where we used to buy candy with our parents' change, just pockets full of change. And I got a Pepsi, and I twisted off the top, and I was like, hey, you want a free pop? So I went back in, got another one, opened it up. Hey, you got a free pop. Went back in, got another one. Didn't want a free one, but I had I had a lot of pop in my pocket trying to walk back to my house. But I had many of those. Look, this person has a like, high that, that was something you could get. You, yeah. you, you, could, you could get that through the Insider. It was the collector case for your Pepsi cans, and I... Pretty sure they came with empty cans. I'm not, percent but you can that's, buy it with all the cans in there. That's good. well. Again, we're talking about this. This is a time frame where everything, everything had Star Wars on it, no matter what. If there was anything in the Insider before the movie came out, I have it. I'm hoping it came free with it. It was a pin for your shirt that just said Episode One. That was all said. <laughs> Didn't say Star Wars. That's how. That's how big it was, or how big Star Wars was. You could just write Episode One. Yeah, and, and people knew exactly people, what that meant, and people bought it. Yeah, and, and, and nobody questioned. Like there was no like everyone knew what Episode One meant. Like oh, yeah. everything has an Episode One. Like yeah. <laughs> my the coolest Star Wars thing I have from the Phantom Menace is a DVD cardboard display case. Yeah, with Darth Maul on it because you can't buy it. Yeah, and so that, that one's really cool. That's and it's yeah. a lot bigger in your house than it is in uh, Circuit City. Circuit City, yeah, Circuit City. <laughs> I think I picked up the episode three one for you. Did you? Yeah, oh, I think because okay. you had it saved at uh, Circuit City, City yeah. and you weren't able to get it, and you asked, "Hey, could you could you grab it?" Because we <laughs> yeah. had we also had like an SUV, and we're able to sort of have more room to get it, so we grabbed it for you. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember. Let's <laughs> I remember Comtech. Oh, the Comtech ships. Yes, when uh, my friend came over a couple months ago to watch it, I had to put new uh, I think six AAA batteries into my Comtech chicks. So you could hear, uh... Well, actually, listening to them now, they are recordings from the movie, but, you know, they're only 
four bit. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So it just sounds really bad. I thought it was just some guy doing Qui-Gon's voice, but it's just the just just Federation types are cowards. Yeah. Just poorly. Yeah. Just poor bit rate. It's 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 so dumb. But the stand was cool. The stand was cool. But it the, was cool, and I, and I loved the and the. The handheld part of yeah, it. Yeah, the comlink was, was cool. The comlink was cool because it was just a movie prop. Yeah, like it was like in ten the movie. Times the size. Yeah, but like you know, <laughs> it was still it, cool. Though. It was nineteen ninety. For your belt. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety nine. They needed to fit computer chips in there. Things <laughs> hadn't gotten down to that point yet yeah. for consumer electronics. Like yeah. nowadays, it would just nowadays it would be a phone app, <laughs> and like the chips would have like an like an RFD chip or RFID chip or something in there. So you actually NFC, like the so, yeah, so you'd put it on there, and there'd just be yeah. But yeah, back then, like talking toys were never great. No, never. And it was them trying to figure well, what's a different way of doing this, and they yeah. did that, and still not great. No, but not cool. No. Like I'm, but I'm always going to be a sucker for. That sort of like showmanship gimmickiness <laughs> yeah. that toys like to do, just like um, was it I'm, like some wrestling figures that I got yeah. back in the day. They used to do this stupid thing where the package had 3D glasses built into them, and mm. so like you could like cut them out and like look at the package and stuff was in 3D. No point for that. <laughs> like the rock's nipples are so close to my nose. Yeah, there's no point for any of that, but. Yeah. Whatever. It was an excuse to make the figures cost a little bit more I and to make you buy more of them mm. because you wanted the whole set of chips. I think they had at the store, like Toys R Us, I think they had little displays that would read the compact chips. I yeah. think. I'm not no, sure. No, I, I, I seem to remember there being like okay. where you could take the act where you take like the packaging and yeah. it's sort of like Yeah. Remember remembering the barcode thing where you put it under and it's yeah. a bunch of costs. Yeah. I remember the um this was like the second wave or something. Of toys, and it was Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. I don't know why, especially Qui-Gon, but they had the vinyl capes. They yeah. cloaks. They were yeah. cloth, because that always looks dumb. Yeah. And they smelled so bad. <laughs> they were just, the plastic smell was so yeah. strong. Yeah. Vinyl was never, like, fabric at the time was bad, because they didn't, mm. like, they made everything look bigger than it needed to be, so it never looked like everyone was looked dressed up like Ralphie from uh, Christmas Story, just, like, bundled <laughs> up really... Big coat or something. They're those snuggy uh, blanket yeah. pillow things. Yeah, and, or... but then vinyl just looks like... It, it looks like it. Yeah, it looks closer to it, but it also makes it come across as increasingly more cheap because of just mm. the... These ones look good. These ones look perfect. Yeah, there's... Yeah. But, like, we've gotten to the point now where things are a little better. Mm. Like, I saw that the uh, hyper-real Darth Vader action figure just came out, which is, like, their new high-end enthusiast mm. series so it's like a seven inch darth vader Jesus. but like you know it, it, under, underneath him is real joints and everything uh, like a metal skeleton so you can like manipulate him in any pose that you want and it comes like with he's leaning off third yeah and, and it has like different hands and stuff and you can put his hand uh. out and it has like a blaster effect so it's like he's doing uh. stuff it looks really cool but it's like 90 dollars oh, yeah. Actually, remember the beginning of the episode one merchandise was the sneak preview figures? Yes. And there was the staff, the the vertical um, speeder bike. Yeah. And with the battle droid on it, which is yeah. really cool because it was like in a big display case. Yeah. And then there was the Mace Window, which I think was an exclusive with the Insider. I think. I don't think you buy that in the stores, but that was cool. It doesn't it wouldn't surprise me. No, it was... It's th- funny that, like... The, that concept of like the preview figures like it's because i'm trying to think of like if anyone else had like 
the cojones to attempt something like Star Wars can get away with it. I know who else has done it. Transformers does it. Oh uh, yeah. Um, but that is toys. But like, but like, but, they, but for the movies, like I've seen like pre- like preview versions mm. or whatever, and they marketed them as like the pre like before the movie come out. Oh, here's yeah. these ones like yeah. To, yeah. But they're so it was an excuse to make ones that were painted wrong. Basically, uh, yeah. because like, no, oh, this is just concept art or whatever. Yeah, but... they never did that. that. That was the mace toy. Yeah. And then they never came out with another staff. They didn't, did they? No, that was yeah. the only one you could get, which is... I'm sure that, I'm sure then. I'm sure now there's probably... Oh, I'm sure there's another one. <laughs> yeah. You buy it and you look at it and that's what you have yeah. for months and months and I never liked, barely like, goes by in the movie. That stuff, that stuff's cool. Like, I like the design of the staff. It's pretty cool. Oh, it's very cool, yeah. Um... Uh, I, things like that where it's like I can't really do anything with it because it's a vertical ship so <laughs> it needs a base it needs a stand that holds it upright or it, else, it came yeah. with a stand yeah that's what I'm saying it just looks so weird yeah. like some of that stuff like it's like that's always my problem when I build like Star Wars Legos it's like well these mm. are cool it's cool to have this X-Wing and the wings are like you know the, the foils are oh, out and yeah. everything that's cool um, but it's just like sitting on my shelf it's not flying no like part of me is like do I want to be like that like a like a kid who like takes like fishing wire and like hangs it from the ceiling or something but yeah like, i don't have that in me but... yeah no in, in my star wars room i have the toy i don't have any legos but i have yeah. the vehicles like that mostly yeah for surface space yeah <laughs> so i have that yeah makes sense i did have one it was the uh battle droid ships the little vulture droids yeah that's what they called them later and it was three of them because they were so small and it had a little stand where you could hold all three of them yeah. and, that, and that was cool and then, was... the, then the queen ship had one, it had a little remote with it, and you could uh, make noise or whatever. I always really liked the visual and the concept with the battle droids, where they had the oh, yeah. big ships that come in with just the complete platoon that opens out and oh, then just yeah. drops them out. That, that was so cool. I don't know what that's called. You'd probably know better than uh, I would. But... I think it starts with an S, but that's what I SAP? S-A-A-P? I'm not sure. Sounds on brand what they were calling things. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're just like rows and rows of them fold out and they just yeah. drop them out and they all just kind of oh. transform into the it's a very the action cool... figure did that the yeah head went down and you could for his legs yeah. and stuff yeah yeah that was very cool i like that yeah. i always like the battle droids always had really cool designs like oh like, very cool like the, the big beefy the ones super, super the super battle, battle droids yeah. and the ones that roll the destroyer droids, destroyer droids yeah. yeah yeah i always loved those and i loved like the game that me and you lo- i like i like oh. yeah. like jedi power battles jedi power battles that was, was the first one you could block. Yeah, with like, the lightsaber. It was, like it was because there were a bunch of different Star Wars video games, obviously. Yeah, but they were like different. Like the Episode One game is well, different were, from the Power Battles game. Yes, and well, they were usually crappy. Yeah, <laughs> so but every like, once in a while so, you get a good so one. So Power Battles was this weird, like isometric, top down at an angle is what I isometric would mean. Mm. Um, Star Wars game, and like you were actually using Jedi powers. Yeah, you were, that was cool. You were deflecting laser, the lived blaster up to, shots lived back. Up to its and, title. Yeah, it felt it, like it, it's not particularly well. It was never particularly well received. And I don't it's not know why. Fondly, I that game. It's not fondly remembered, but I think it's of all the episode one games. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it, it's like the best of the group yeah. until you get like the Lego games are very good. Oh yeah, it's, I really yeah, like I those Lego games. Past, yeah, um, yeah, the Lego games are very good. I we were just talking about it before we hit record on this one, which is. <laughs> Four hours ago, at this point, should I record them? That's uh, Star Wars, the Pod Racer game. Not great. It's fondly remembered. It's, 
but it's, it, that but game it, sucks. It, but it plays bad. It's really wonky, and it's just like remember, you never really feel like you have control over no, anything. I remember the laps being really long. Yeah, and you'd be like in first from well, the beginning. The tr- last two seconds. Yeah. Well, well, that's just how that's just how racing games were in mm. the '90s. I mean, Mario Kart was kind of the same way, mm. except they just disguise it with power ups because it's like, well, yeah, you could use yeah. a red shell to take Toad out. Yeah, but, but when Gascano like, flies past, so you're screwed. But say because they have this concept called rubber band AI, so you can never get too far ahead mm. of the opponent so they just catch up uh, by default and that sort of became like people are starting to get sick of that so you don't uh, really see it so much. you see it a lot more in kids games because uh, okay. you know they, kids are stupid because kids are stupid and <laughs> uh because like a kids game has to be easier so it has to be more forgiving uh, yeah, yeah. And, but by making it more forgiving you also make it easy yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can't how do you fake difficulty and that's <laughs> sort of that's a way of going about that yeah, is, yeah. Having you can never get too far ahead of second place. Oh yeah, um, and that's just it feels yeah. And even the arcade game is cool because you get to sit in the cockpit and it play, right. controls very similar into oh, what yeah. a concept of what <laughs> a well because you have uh, your throttle. It's yeah. two throttles. Forward is max speed. Oh yeah. Back both back is brake, and you have you pull one like if you're turning left, you pull like. Right back and vice yeah, versa. Yeah, it's I kind of figured that out. I remember yeah. taking a hard very, right right into the wall. Yeah, it's very complicated, but like <laughs> it's actually really cool in concept. But yeah, I don't totally, think it, yeah. I don't think it was executed great. And they, I don't think kinda, I had the patience for that. When I was yeah, 12. and they kind of made and they made another. No, I was thirteen. Right? They made another Pod Racer game, as Pod Racer Revenge, which <laughs> was a, which was the PlayStation was that Two one version. Goofy? No, like, that oh, was. Okay. Um, Oh, that was oh, that was the uh, weird, <laughs> yes, uh, I that. twisted metal like game where it was like car combat. Um, I remembered something really cool for the original Star Wars movies. They had a CD-ROM. It's called maybe the Power of Star Wars. I'm not sure, and it was what the internet is now. But it was like you you put it in, and they would have character profiles, and they'd had the deleted scenes for A New Hope, which we hadn't yeah. seen yet. And it was really cool. And I had one for episode one, but I never got it. I, I really wanted to. And I still want to. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. I wonder if there was... One thing that I always like. Remember Tiger Electronics had those weird handheld games? Oh, yeah, yeah. The football had games have. and stuff. And, and like... But Star, everything, yeah, the Star Wars had them. But there, there, there was always branded ones that were like, for whatever movie was out at the time, there was always oh, yeah. going to be like, here's the Independence Day one. There was a, <laughs> I just recently learned there was a GoldenEye one, which was I had there? no idea existed. <laughs> I remember... Um, my Independence Day toy came with a floppy disk. Yeah. And you could get to play some game on there. I don't think I have that anymore. There was there was a time where I just kind of got rid of everything and I was like, oh, God, I wish I saw Oh, that. that's what that was. It was the one that was Darth Maul's lightsaber with uh, a little LCD that's game. That's Qui-Gon's lightsaber. Qui-Gon's lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at Darth Maul in his face because his face is on all of the nah, packaging. Yeah, you didn't know what it was. <laughs> No, I know because it was the one I bought at because like one of the because I went like one of the first times I went to Disneyland with cognitiveness was um, ninety nine, and so there was Star Wars stuff there because Star Tours was big and you I got a Qui Gon lightsaber Uh, at at there. I was very excited. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Star Wars Quiz Whiz. Quiz Whiz, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember another really cool thing was when the DVD finally came out. And it had the making of that was really, really cool. <laughs> like, that making of is very awesome. Oh, yeah. The making of stuff. Like, it, yeah. The beginning. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's a good one. It's a good one. It's very good. Was Disney Plus has that um, Empire of Dreams documentary uh, on it. That's good. That's, that's good. on there. I was kind of surprised to see that show up by itself, like not tucked away in like the special features of a, yeah. one of the movies or something. It's weird that all of those movies are on there in, in 4K. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is surprising. That was one of the first things after I got after I watched The Mandalorian and the Jeff Goldblum show, and then I had to watch Atlantis for the stupid podcast. <laughs> Wasted time. Yeah. Uh, I watched episode one on there, and oh, I was yeah. like, "Hey, yeah, 4K because Blu-ray not that great. No, and, and no, no, not that great of a transfer for the Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. I think we can both agree that they switched from puppet. Yes. to CG Yoda yes, that was... uh, later on after the movie. Well, the, frust- the only frustrating thing with that, which has nothing to do with it, is on the special feature on episode three, there was a part when Hayden Christensen is talking about Anakin's journey, and it shows the clip of, or part of the clip of Yoda telling him that, you know, fear leads to hate and all that stuff. And it was the digital Yoda, and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's, what's that? that what's going on here? That, that looks way better than the Neil Young sideburn Yoda. <laughs> and then finally, when they re-released it in 3D, we got to see the real Yoda, yeah. which looks so much better. So much Because I, I don't know how an 80, or a puppet from 99 looks better than a puppet from 80. It works, works worse than. Worse, than, yeah. 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 Just, <laughs> I, I'm assuming that the, the Henson Workshop wasn't doing so hot. Yeah. in the 90s because there was no Muppet lot, not a lot of stuff mm. going on probably not a lot of work going on for him yeah, maybe they just phoned it in just so phoned like, it in on yeah. this one like, I don't know if he intended it to be digital because on the making of Frank Oz was like why do you have me doing this you can just do him digital yeah. and I remember the Rob Coleman the special effects guy or one of them he really wanted to push for digital Yoda and Lucas yeah. did not want to do it yeah. and um, he was like you can't have Yoda walking around and then all of a sudden have him fight, and he's jumping all over the place. It'll look ridiculous. So they wanted to do digital Yoda and kind of have kind of transition. Yeah. Then have him move around a little bit more before he was the super warrior. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was his big push yeah. for it. Yeah. And, and it worked, I, I think. Oh, digital that, that's the massively thing. better. Yeah, that, and that's, that's, I think that's where we're going to close the show out on, is mm. sort of defending sort of... A lot of people will complain at length about special effects of star wars because star wars lived its life growing up as a movie that survived on practical effects and when it became time to make new ones the era of practical effects was dying yeah and um i i I, like i like practical effects it works whatever looks the best i like (laughs) yeah but like it, it was absurd to think that George, like, it's absurd to think that he was doing it based on a love of practical effects and not based on the fact that that's, Sorry. that's, yeah, or even when he's making these movies, if he could have made Star Wars in the 70s with the effects of yeah. uh, Phantom Menace in yeah. 1999, he would have. There wouldn't have been a single uh, miniature created no. for that film. No. And he just became that. Yeah. Because that, that's what was best available to him at the time. Yeah, and no limitations. No, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he, it's not, like, it's not like he was, yeah, it's not like he was holding himself back. On no. on the Star Wars, no, it's like because like you know you see some movies and it's like it's practical effects because like it costs a lot of money to hire a team of CG players. Yeah, no, it cost a lot of money to make the original Star Wars movies. Yeah, and a lot of money on these sets and designs and all of this stuff. Like he, but that's the best he had, and that's the best to work with at the time. So naturally, when you get to Episode One, 
special effects, CG effects have already started to become a major thing. Toy Story and everything have proven the effectiveness and movies were already starting to do whole CG scenes. Yeah. And like it was, it was already, if you have a good team and obviously Lucasfilm was going to be, LucasArts (laughs) and whatever was going to be, you know, ILM and all of them were going to be the best at what they do with this stuff. And that was what the movie was teetering on, too, because yeah. he was waiting for the technology to catch up. Yeah. Because he didn't want to make another movie where he had to limit himself on yeah. his ideas. Yeah. He wanted to be able to make it. Yeah. And he, he wanted yeah. to make it. Yeah. He, like, that's, it was really, the limitations were based solely off of how, and he didn't really even limit himself to, because most of that stuff could have been done. A lot of that stuff, you could have made models of them and done practically. I mean, they do a lot of but, stuff for real. They don't yeah. get, everyone thinks that the whole movie is It's digital, not. Which is it's not. There's a lot of... There's actual sets and stuff. And yeah. Like, and still, like, miniatures and, and like, the pod like racer the stadium yeah. is yeah. is a, a model. It's a model set. And, and the ships, yeah. most of them are. And yeah. It's, it becomes more CG later on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Once they get more comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah. And... But by the time you get to episode three, it's, you know, kind of... What I didn't realize, because for some reason in all the makings of that I watched they didn't say this and I read it in a special effects book where it was just talking it was John <laughs> Knoll just one of the special effects guys talking about just everything and this book called 365 Days and they've done a bunch of them I think they started out with nature yeah. <laughs> and real things and then moved their yeah. way into movies but so pretty much the main thing like the biggest technological jump in the thing that expanded the storytelling was they built miniatures of the sets which were I mean huge you know yeah. they're like this big as your living room and they would shoot the actors against blue screen green screen and then they would composite the actors into the models and make the models huge looking yeah and that was what they did that was a way to instead of building these giant sets or doing them digitally they would build them really small I mean small in comparison yeah and then put blend them together and then you had a giant room I mean, and then no one ever talks about that. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of care that went into the special effects. And, oh yeah. You know, certain things, of course, obviously, it's you know, 20 years ago at this point. Yeah. The, the effects were at, at the time the best available. <laughs> They're better than most. They're better than a lot of movies. Like I've seen movies like that have you know worse special effects in them. I mean, there's been like you know, I always complain about that uh, Wolverine Origins movie. <laughs> like that's a movie I that came out yeah like that that's like you know or yeah you've seen plenty of movies that have come out that have had increasingly worse special effects than what star wars did oh yeah it's still it's aged i don't think there's really much denying that oh yeah yeah um you can you can see some of the cracks a little bit mm-hmm, more yeah. now than ever especially now that resolution's getting better and better yeah I and mean, it's certainly um, not bad but yeah, yeah it's definitely i mean yeah. for the time it was insanely yeah good. yeah it's 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 not great today Mm, but for like and we were we were at the time where that was high tech that was the best Mm, possible you could do and it was fascinating and so we're me like me and you are able to see it from you're able to put yourself into that time frame easier and and kids don't care no kids really don't care i mean like you look at like something like Jimmy Neutron, which was a big CG <laughs> cartoon, it doesn't look great. Uh, yeah. Like especially compared to what was out at the time. Like mm. I mean, this was this is uh, uh, yeah. Monsters Inc. was and Shrek mm. were the same year as the first Jimmy Neutron movie, and like those look incredibly <laughs> incredible compared to Jimmy Neutron. But yeah. kids don't care. Yeah, no, no. Um, as long as it's as long as it works and it works. Yeah, yeah, and I think right. that's the thing with Star Wars Episode One in particular. It's like it yeah. may not be the peak of performance these days. Yeah, but it's held up 
Oh, yeah. Surprisingly well, yeah. all things considered, especially considering it's 20 years old now. Yeah. I mean, like, but again, at the time, I, I always bring it up, like, um, Jurassic Park did a great job of blending, you yeah. know, live action with CG and yeah. doing a good job. It's hard to tell what, what CG and what's not in that movie. Yeah, time. yeah. And that was, you know, years before episode one came yeah. out. And it only makes sense that things... When, when everything is fake, like, for you know, it, yeah. it becomes, like... There's no grounding point anymore, yeah. so it's like yeah, that, that's so 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 things that aren't fake, you're gonna look at it and mm-hmm. think that it's fake just because everything else is. Yeah, Rob and, Coleman's theory was have something real in the shot, so then the digital will have to match. Yeah, that. and and that's what and that helps. That's what helped Jurassic Park the most, and and the, um, and the thing that helps a lot with Star Wars in terms of their effects is the thing that's always breaking with special early CG mm. effects is shadows and lighting. Mm. It's really hard to master lighting. If you screw up lighting just once, it breaks the entire thing. Yeah, that's what Michael and, Bay said. It's all about the lighting. And, and if, yeah, and Michael Bay, despite everything that everyone wants to say, is a master filmmaker. Yeah. I mean, those special effects in Transformers are flawless. Yeah. Uh, and, and anyone that works in special effects will just tell you, it's like, you know, he, he didn't have to do this, mm. but he did. And it changes everything. It makes it look organic. It makes it look like it's part of the scene and not just added to the scene with the first movie they for transformers they ran out of money for the budget of special effects and he paid the rest yeah. of it out of his pocket because he wanted it to look good yeah and it's it's, it's absolutely phenomenal stuff and, and so when you and star wars is really good yeah right? they did like ilm in particular oh yeah does a really good job with that kind of stuff i so. think if you do the best that you possibly can of the day yeah it won't look bad like you look yeah. back to the future it's not perfect but it looks really good yeah you know like if it's the yeah. best then yeah. It'll, it'll hold up. Yeah. It, it's it, like, you know, not everything, like, you know, Tron doesn't look great. No. But. They're in a video game. But they're in a video game, <laughs> and they're in a video game in the 80s. It does look good. So, I saw that not that long ago, actually. Actually, about, I mean, like, in terms of, like, if you were to put that into a real world situation, oh, it would look yeah, yeah. especially that, but it works because they knew what their limitations yes, were. They like, knew that, okay, it's going to take place in a video game, yep. and it is the 80s. Yeah. And you are going to have real people interacting in it, but we've established a universe Mm -hmm. where that's just what inside of a computer is. So when these people are interacting with the CG, like the light cycles, like it looks fine because, I mean, they don't look good. I mean, in terms of they look like a bad video game from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And because that's what it is. And so it makes sense. Like you couldn't put those light cycles in any other scenario. (laughs) But like, but... It was cutting edge yeah. in 1984, and it doesn't feel out of place or bad in that movie. And oh, that's no. how it is. Like it, you did, you did, you used the best possible people mm-hmm. for the best possible job you can in the time that you had yeah. available and the, what you had available for you. Well, just like Terminator Two, they knew that they could do silver yeah. shiny T1000. Yeah, and, but Episode One, they were like. Let's push everything. Yeah. And especially for doing new stuff. They yeah. really I mean, no one had done digital characters like that before. And it's insane to have Jar Jar acting with Liam Neeson and yeah. it looks believable and yeah. it's like crazy how, how realistic yeah. it is. And it's like they weren't the first people to do CG, but they were the first people to go that scale. Yeah, go like yeah. Yeah, way um, farther than yeah, they, they, yeah. They 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 took what was what was already starting to become the yeah. normalcy. And pushed it to yep. at, in 1999 in particular the absolute upper limit that you could yeah. do. And no one has really tried to do that in <laughs> yeah. that scale since. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, mean, bits and pieces of it, sure. Yeah, but. I mean, like you know, 
Avengers Endgame is probably like 98% CG. Mm. Like the, the final battle, it's just a bunch of people with ping pong balls and mm. uh, costumes on mm. and, and, and uh, working on a green screen. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, you know, it's I was like, like. They have a ping pong battle at the end of that? Yeah, it's, it's for the, for the, dete- for the <laughs> yeah. detections. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it. So I was like, they're like, let's settle this. On a game of table tennis. In, 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 in the comics in the 90s, that's very potential of that being a situation. But cosmic table tennis. Cosmic table tennis. The Watcher is there. Galactus just standing over everyone. Like, let's bring in the Chinese guys. Fing <laughs> Fang Foom and all of Doctor Strange's cronies are there. We could talk much more about episode one. Yeah, I mean, we could. I probably could. Probably could. Maybe and I'm idea. sure once we get to episode two, next time we do this, we'll get back to episode one and remember the things that we forgot. <laughs> I remember about. everything I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think we'll wrap it up. Uh, Disney Compendium. We rank the movies, but we're not going to do that because they're all number one. Oh yeah. yeah. So there's no need for that. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, what's how do you where do you put this above Star Wars? People Star- ask me my favorite movies. I say not canon Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Because this, like, Star Wars survives on its own. You're not going to hear us say anything bad about any of the six that we're going to talk about on this. Um, I'm trying to think of, there's a couple criticisms I have. Well, there'll be criticisms, but there's being, there's criticism is built into the art. That's true, that's true. It's it's hate. Yeah. That's like, you know, it's it's the the hate that's... Little things that might bug me, but they're not even worth bringing up. Yeah, like, yeah, because everything, like, there are... Like, yeah, there are some stupid things in episode one. Yeah. Like, plot stuff that's kind of like, there's some sketchy things or whatever. It's <laughs> like, you know, acting choices and stuff. Yeah, but, like, whatever. by and large, it's, like, a big deal. Yeah, like, it's, it's, all it's, stuff it's all super. It's super all fun. stuff I noticed yeah. from watching it a million times. Yeah, it, it, when, you, when, you break, when you're watching something and you really, when you're, and you're also sometimes, especially if you've seen something a lot, you're kind of actively looking for something new. Totally, yeah. Especially Star Wars. You're always Especially looking all over because, because so much time and heart went into the background as much as it goes to the stuff that's on the screen. Yeah. So you're always looking for something different. something that tie, Maybe something that will t- clink the, you know, a movies together that you didn't mm, notice before. Yeah. Things like that. Just the way somebody delivers a line where he's like, well, actually, you yeah. can tell in that, that. Well, there's always a little background stuff that you notice, yeah. which is... Yeah, and some of that could just be, and some of that could just be like you trying to make connections, like like fan theories and stuff. Oh, some not even, not even that. Just just yeah. little background things where like, yeah. oh, that droid picked up that, and he walked yeah. over, and then the yeah. next shot you saw him deliver it or whatever, yeah. just stuff like that. Yeah, I'm never, so. I'm never looking for holes or stupid nerd theories. <laughs> but that's yeah. So episode one, fantastic movie, and I will not let anyone tell me otherwise anymore. No, no. It's. It's... I used to be around the bush when I talked to people. Now I'm like, yeah, I like the Phantom Menace. You got a problem with that? <laughs> yeah, it's like I will, I will fight you, and I will fight you right now. Uh, it, it's I, yeah. This is the, the basically the first three episodes of this are going to be the prequel Defense Force. It's just I, I, there's I, nobody here to I've tell been doing us it for twenty years. Yes, yeah, there's nobody here to tell us uh, what their dumb opinion is. No. It sucks. It'd be nice to have maybe one person in here so we can prove them wrong on everything that they complain yeah, about. That, that's everybody else. But that's, in the world. Yeah, but that's. <laughs> Like, there's plenty of shows that talk about how bad. There's plenty of articles out there. There's <laughs> yeah. plenty of everything where everyone's trying to make a quick click to talk about to to, to echo chamber their opinions on episode one. Well, and when it comes down to it, it's a movie. It's all opinion. Yeah, it's all. It's like it's, it's, it's <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it comes with the art. It comes with any form of art, whether yeah. it be an album that's you know, the, the, just, it may just because it's the best selling 
uh, album of all time doesn't mean you have to like it. No, it's okay. Just, just because Avatar made the most money for so many years doesn't mean it's a great movie. It's We, we know these things. As, you know, that's just how these things are, you know. And, okay. and I'm sure there are plenty of people that genuinely just don't like episode one, and yeah. that's fine. I don't, yeah. It's but, funny when you talk to people and they have a legitimate reason, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, it's fine. But when you just get to the same old petty... Jar Jar ruined it. Yeah, Jar Jar and what and, and like, or the worst one is when everyone has opinion on what episode one should have been. Oh, yes. I'm like, well, that's not what that's like. That's not what I thought it was going to be, or yeah, like, or like, what your opinion of the future of it was going to be. <laughs> I'm like, those are the worst ones. It's like, well, it's not yours. Yeah, like yeah. you were never going to be like you were never going to get that movie because that's the movie you came up for yourself. Yeah, like, and you're not making movies, so you yeah, saw. like. I mean, everything I thought was going to happen didn't happen. And I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. Like, I thought when the doors opened and Darth Maul standing there on the premiere, like, oh, that's the Emperor, like, revealing himself for the first time. No, not even close. That, <laughs> not was, even close. that, that didn't make a bad movie. I remember episode three in particular was the first, like, real time where I remember, like, especially me and you were, like, combing over every <laughs> single, like, detail. Like, well, anytime there was a new picture or something, we were looking at it. Yeah, we were like... Which I don't do that anymore. Yeah, it, it's not, like, I, I, I barely, I, I barely watch trailers. Yeah, you don't. I usually I'll, don't. I'll watch, like, the first trailer or whatever comes with it, but, mm. like, I don't go, like, I, I won't go out of my way. I always want to see the first trailer because mm. first impressions go a long way. Mm. And if, if, like, if your first trailer is bad then it probably means you're just throwing this out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, though, because I remember... Yeah, the, the it's not always. The best example was uh, Inception looked really stupid. Inception was had a, one of the worst initial yeah. trailers. I think, like, later on, some of the trailers got, got better. Yeah, I don't remember. But, like, I, the initial trailer was terrible. I only saw that because Christopher Nolan. I was like, I guess I'll go see this movie. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, it was great. But what else? There was, like... Um, Fight Club had a bad preview. Yeah, but Fight Club is a movie that you can't really no, do no, anything no, no, with. No. Like. No. You're just gonna have you can have to sell that movie based on the fact that a maybe you read the book, <laughs> maybe. and b you like Brad Pitt. That preview was on uh, episode one. It was. It came out in the yeah. same year. I can watch Spike Club and tell you every single shot that was in the preview because <laughs> I saw it so many times. Of course, you also can. do it with Minority Report because I think that was before Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's so on brand. <laughs> Uh, I never, I've never gone to a movie specifically to see a trailer. No. Never once. No. That's 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 exclusively a very sp- special type of personality that well, I don't. Well, I mean, you don't have to anymore because <laughs> yeah. before you couldn't watch it on your phone. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just excited to, to have that. But yeah, but by the time episode two came out, the internet was already in like full swing. So yeah, totally. Yeah, there was no. There's no waiting around for anything. You no. just, like, there was whole, like, Yahoo Movies has the new trailer for... <laughs> I remember Apple trailers. Yeah, Apple trailers. Still a thing. Uh, you can still see Apple uh, trailers. I remember, too, no one ever called it a trailer until Phantom Menace came out. Well, it's because tra- <laughs> trailers it always existed. Yep. Because they're called trailers because they came after the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're trailers. Yeah. Because the movie is pulling this preview for an upcoming movie. Yeah. But, you know, now nobody that, stuck around to see what was coming out. So. Yeah, that was just the, the yeah. term, the, the Hollywood term hadn't been used. Yeah. I mean, at least that I was aware yeah. of. I think, yeah, I, I, it's funny with trailers because back in the day, I remember growing up, there were just previews. Like, you can't miss yeah, the previews. I still call previews. Well, that's because what they really are. They're <laughs> yeah. not trailers anymore because they're not trailing anything. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, trailer is still a movie, it's still a movie term that kind of just... 
became a thing, and it's dumb yeah. that it's the choice. Like, just previous. Yeah. Coming attractions. Coming attractions, yeah. I was like, when you go to the Grand Cinema, the, 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 when you go see, like, the weird elephant movies, the weird... Oh, uh, the, yeah. They always do the uh, old-school coming attractions uh, teaser with the musical score, and it goes into the trailers <laughs> and stuff. I like that stuff. It's It works for what that theater is. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh, can't wait to talk about attack of the clones the one that i probably dislike the most yeah me too but, but that is still that doesn't mean anything but that is like you know it's like it's my least favorite kind of pizza like what's that <laughs> even mean nothing it's just like i would it's like uh, yeah i'll have it. it's not my favorite but give yeah. it yeah give it it's still like it's, it's, it's still it's ranked not even worth mentioning it's, it's yeah it's still ranked on. above 90 percent of all of the other movies for me, you know what I mean? Like, I actually, actually, like the last two or three times I watched it, I wasn't that into it. And I was like, maybe I don't like this. And then I watched it again, and I was hella into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a weird, it's a weird mood. It is funny to watch those movies, you know, all six. Like, the only six. Yeah. And two. <laughs> but it's funny because they go up and down in mood so much that yeah. sometimes, like, watching Tag of the Clones after Phantom Menace doesn't really fit the mood. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's fun to see them as individual movies sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, like, episode... we, were, we were waiting so long for it to be complete yeah. that when I watched them, I had to watch them all. I mean, obviously yeah. not in a day or anything, but just yeah. when I watched just over a week like, or so. But, but, like, but now, yeah, just taking it one. You just like, watch... Like, I can just watch Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and, and like to see like the best of them stand alone really well by yes. themselves and the weakest of them. Like Attack of the Clones doesn't really do very well as a... Uh, solo movie so much as some of the others do but it's still pretty okay by itself yeah and they all work it's not I, like, I think not like Fan- a lot of movies now yeah. where they're just TV episodes F- Phantom Menace works really well as a standalone film well we got to the beginning um, and that sets up all sets. And because it doesn't because it, it's not it never tries to it, it never really goes out of its way to do like a wink and a nod to the audience no never like, like on the deleted can, scenes though yes the deleted scenes which I'm glad they took those yeah those ones if you ever get the chance to watch the deleted scenes they really are yeah. them trying to like connect them with the movies that, and we yeah. can like make references Rito. yeah but um and but the yeah. stuff that does works like when Tag of the Clones when everyone tells Anakin he's gonna be the death of them yeah that works on both levels yeah it's not like you said winking to the eyes yeah yeah it's just a na- it's a natural line that a normal human being would say in this sort of situation yeah. but we also know yeah because we've seen Star Wars yeah. that no, yeah, yeah. If, that, if you had only seen the first two movies you wouldn't go wait to something yeah because so many times where you're like that has to be a it, reference to yeah something. there's not there's not there's never a uh hold for applause moment <laughs> in, in with the dialogue in there and no. it's like it's it, so it works really well yeah so. it's made like you're watching them in that order yeah so it's great love yeah. it um attack of the clones like i said it, it doesn't a little doesn't do it as good as some of the others but it We'll get to it. It's it's still good. It's yes, still good. And it yes. still can be. It's still better time. than every other one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for this time. I don't know when we'll record the next one. I don't have like, a job, so I can do the yeah, job he, I want. Yeah, he's 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 living the life of a hobo right now, so he can <laughs> yeah, do whatever he wants. <laughs> Your wife lets you be stay here. <laughs> I, just I just don't pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my unemployment contributes. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. Uh, you're, you're you're a stiff breeze away from just being kicked out. And... <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll get episode two next time we're out there. Uh, 
I usually say have a magical day at the end of the for, because it's Disney thing, but I think for this one it's like hey, thank you. The force. Yeah, it's like I think I think we have to go with the uh, I'm I'm JJ. <laughs> That's Jake. See you next time. May the force be with you. <laughs>